Christmas was on its way. Lovely, glorious, beautiful Christmas around which the entire kid year revolved. See, George, you really had a wonderful life. All the small things, true care, truth brings. I'll take one lift, you're right. Hello and season's greetings, everybody. It's me, your old pal Luke, stoking the fire, taking a nice puff of my corncob pipe here in my uh, extravagant Christmas study. There's a gentle snowfall on the windowsill, and oh my goodness, I have a whole a whole room full of friends here with me. I've got Zach. Hey, everybody! Welcome to our Christmas abode. I've got Mike. This lip clock be popping or stopping. Damn it! I fucked up my own joke. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> I've, I've got Ashley. Sorry, I got uh, turned around. I went to the Thanksgiving din for a bit. Oh, that, yeah, that was that's been closed off for a month. <laughs> it's really wild how you can afford like a, a room for every holiday on the calendar in your like extravagant mansion. Yeah, yeah. Like you even bothered for like minor ones. Like I can't believe you have an Arbor Day room. Oh, well, yeah, that, I mean, that's just what we call the backyard. Also, uh, I keep meaning to mention that you really ought to make sure that you clean all the police line tape from around the Halloween room. <laughs> I know there's a lot of blood in there. Listen, but- we can talk about that after I introduce Frankie. <laughs> hey, hey, hi. Yeah, thank you for finally letting me in. I can't believe it's snowing in Texas. Yeah, oh, it's so cold. Brr. Ooh, shake Brr-hoo. out that snow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how's everyone doing this this fine December Eve? I kind of feel like uh, I, I watched a movie, and that movie... <laughs> Why did you remind me of that? that I've forgotten movie was, already. <laughs> the experience was a bit like being trapped in a chamber that for the rest of the world was 45 minutes, but for me right. was two decades. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that was my actual experience, because uh, in the total legitimate DVD copy I have of this movie, it kept freezing every, like, two minutes. Great. So I I, I probably spent an hour on the first That sounds to me like your totally more. legitimate DVD is uh, maybe damaged. I would take that to GameStop, use their yeah, disc cleaning so I'm, service. <laughs> I'm just going to sell it. To GameStop for credit or something. Oh, you could probably make an easy nickel and a half off of this bill. Easy eight cents. That's 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 better than what's going to happen with my Amazon rental, which in like forty five hours it's just going to disappear. Yeah, it's going to fucking disintegrate like something at the end of Infinity War. My favorite part was when I stopped at the halfway point for this movie, uh, and Mm -hmm. Amazon politely reminded me that I still had another, like, 45 hours to watch it. I was like, no, I'm good. Thank you, Amazon. Uh, Honestly, this might be, like, the first time where the movie disappearing after a while is more like a benefit to you than a detriment. (laughs) So, Frankie, I don't know if they will accept UMD discs still. 
you, you don't think they'll, they'll let me turn in my copy that I got for my PSP Go? No, I don't <laughs> think so, sadly. As has become Damn. a holiday tradition here at Teenagers of Attitude, I've gathered together some of our favorite friends from all around Audio Entropy so that we can watch a terrific film together. And this year, I've selected the film Clock Stoppers by Nickelodeon. I saw so angry. I thought yes last year when I made everybody watch Mortal Kombat Annihilation that surely, surely it couldn't get any worse than that. Oh so, you fool. Here's the thing. <laughs> I like that movie. Mortal Kombat Annihilation, I feel like, is a worse movie than this by virtually every like oh. objective filmmaking measure. Mm-hmm. But as an entertaining piece of media, it is a yes. million times better than yeah, this. Yeah, I can agree with that. Hard disagree. I think this is solidly the worst movie we've yes. watched so far. <laughs> well, I mean, that I think it's solidly the not... worst thing we've watched. And Actually, listen, would you rather go I've watched and... some horse shit, all right? I've uh, watched fucking like VR Troopers, Big Bad Beetleborgs, Tattoo mm-hmm. Teenage Alien Fighters from Beverly Hills. Oh, I've God. watched the first two episodes of Masked Fucking Rider. We watched like, Lucha Actually, Lucha I watched the first like 10 episodes of Masked Rider. Like this is still the worst, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> and this Actually, is an actual you, movie. Would you rather rewatch this or rewatch Catwoman? Catwoman, 100%. <laughs> you didn't even have to think about it. Catwoman <laughs> is delightful. <laughs> Catwoman is a movie that if you still had cable for some reason, and it was like 11 on on a weekend and you're at home and you got nothing to do, and it's on, you'll watch it maybe mm-hmm. for half an hour. It'll be a nice thing. I can still look at Halle Berry during Catwoman. (laughs) (laughs) I can listen to how they made the weirdest choice, which is just to have Halle Berry be a cat. (laughs) I wish they were committed. (laughs) Well, I mean, the difference here is Halle Berry is generally just a known and likable actress. Right. This the only person of note is French Stewart, and I already didn't want to look at him. Hey, did Luke say what movie this is? <laughs> yeah, I said it's Clockstopper. Okay, all right, that's fine. Uh, with the just... with the tagline, well, th- this poster has two taglines. At the top, it says "Freeze the Future," and underneath the title, it says "What if you had the power to stop time?" One of those is just bad, like it's not a good ta- ta- tagline, and the other one is just like. A description of what the film is. <laughs> it's which just I the premise of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> it is yeah. the crea- creative writing prompt that begun this movie. <laughs> yeah. In fairness, yeah. it is. It's a high concept movie, which is a way nicer sounding term than than like this movie deserves. When right. really that just means it's just got a weird idea behind it. Can, can so I say this, real quick? You did say yeah. the only notable person in this is French Stewart, um, leaving out Michael Bean, aka the main character from the first Terminator film, who is the bad guy in this movie. And oh, boy, God, right. I know he didn't have like a crazy great career, but this is uh-huh. sad. <laughs> also, there's two other people I recognize: the director of the hospital from Scrubs. And also from a different uh, hospital TV show, uh, Bailey from Grey's Anatomy, Bailey's husband, who was an X-ray technician, then became a surgeon, surgeon, and then left, and now has his spin-off show where he's a firefighter. So very famous. <laughs> Excuse you, Renaissance wow. man. Uh, mm-hmm. So, like I was saying, this movie was produced by Nickelodeon Movies, and as everyone knows, Nickelodeon has only made good movies. 
Uh, they they launched onto the cinematic scene with the uh, hit film Harriet the Spy. Now that oh, was in okay. that was in '96, so that's actually about where we're at in Power Rangers. Is Harriet the Spy hits okay, the scene? Okay, yeah, yeah. Can I just read off the rest of their cinematic oeuvre? Yeah, <laughs> give me the year along with it. I want to get the okay. sense of their progression through time. All right, 1997, <laughs> a film adaptation of the all that sketch Good Burger. Okay, yeah, that movie's uh, fun. It's a, fine. a terrific film. A yeah. film we should have watched instead of this a one. A classic. Honestly, that probably might have been a better idea. At, hey, at the very least, <laughs> at the very least, like Kel Mitchell and Keenan Thompson are charismatic. They have good chemistry between yeah. each other. Um, but okay, ninety-eight, the Rugrats movie. Okay. 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 Yeah. No, I like that. One. That All does right. have a. A moment where a baby attempts to kill another baby. A baby <laughs> does try yeah. to uh, strand an infant in the woods, uh, having slathered them in baby food to do a trap. It's a animals. very emotional scene. Yeah, that's real messed up. But okay, uh, then we jump to the year 2000, where we get two films within the same year, Snow Day. Right, okay, which mm-hmm. we discussed a little bit before we started recording. I remember it being good. I hope it it's not horrible. We we mentioned off air. Chris Elliott plays an evil snowplow man who wants to like take away the snow days. Uh, and as an acting <laughs> choice, since he's playing an evil snowman, decided not to brush his teeth throughout the whole production, which is horrifying. Yeah, and I think Chevy Chase plays a weatherman. Okay. I, yeah. I I hope that that was one of those like productions where it's like we filmed this in like a week. <laughs> Even that's too long. <laughs> it was Lord of the Years, uh, Lord of the Rings style. It took three years. <laughs> oh God! He had to get so replacement teeth every couple of months because they a were. Week just is hard. way too long. I mean, I'll I'll level with folks. If I have a day where I'm literally just not leaving the apartment, I'm not going anywhere. I'm not doing anything. I might not bother. You know, because yeah, like, I, fuck I it. can't but not like, bother because it just feels disgusting in my mouth. But like more than one day in a row, no, that's that's too much. Yeah. Uh. Okay, also in year 2000, Rugrats in Paris, the movie. Okay, sure. Uh, that's where I think Chucky yeah. got himself a French stepsister? Yeah, that mm-hmm. is correct. All right, uh, 2001, Jimmy Neutron, Boy Genius. Okay, uh, okay. It's kind of easy to forget that that character launched with a movie. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But okay, 2002, this movie, Clockstoppers. All right. Also in 2002, there's a few 2002s. Ooh. Uh, hey Arnold, the movie. Okay, I sure. That. And the yeah. Wild Thornberries movie. So, oh yeah. So this was like a really good year for movies based on Nicktoons, and then also they just released Clockstoppers. Also, yeah. Uh, let's see, two thousand three, Rugrats Go Wild. That was the Rugrats crossover with the Wild Thorn- Thornberries, where yeah, Tommy's dog Spike dog. spoke and was voiced by Bruce Willis. <laughs> a real Avengers situation there. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Greatest uh, crossover. Now, let me ask thing. you because I didn't see that movie. Could um mm-hmm. oh my god who's the main character on the Wild Thornberries? The Eliza? girl who can talk to animals. Eliza? Eliza, there we go. Good yeah. to give her name. Could Eliza understand the babies? I I, I think I there don't. may have been something with that. I think she okay. can because I yeah I never saw it. Yeah, I've never seen it either. But okay, because I was gonna say because otherwise it'd be a situation where they have to use like Spike as an inter- intermediary. Yeah. <laughs> also, boy. isn't it weird that just. Uh, Tim Curry was like just on a kid show. Yeah, Tim, Cur- Tim Curry well, was on a, a lot bunch. of kid shows. We've talked about it before. He was the bad guy in like multiple kid shows. It's weird. He, he was he was a bad guy in Mighty Max. He was a bad guy in uh, Superhuman Samurai Cyber Squad. He was a bad guy uh, on Mighty uh, Ducks, Captain Planet, uh, Mighty Ducks. Mm-hmm. Okay, I guess I guess I never really watched those shows, but I guess he I was think- on more than I thought. Also, he's yeah, gonna get us- paid. 
During during the nineties and, and early two thousands, Tim Curry was just doing a lot of voice work. He had a distinctive voice and just kind of, I guess, was sick of the like the effort it took to be on camera very much. So he was yeah. just kind of doing small Mood. shit. Like he was in like the the I mean, y'all know the the Charlie's Angels movie stuff like right, that. Yeah. But like, we, he mostly was. We doing do voice know, stuff. right, Ashley? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so okay, two thousand four, the SpongeBob SquarePants movie. And I forgot film. that this a was a Nickelodeon film here. Film. Yeah, that's a great Say what? movie. Yeah, a legitimately good film. Uh, this next one I forgot was a Nickelodeon film, also two thousand four. Uh, the Jim Carrey version of a series of unfortunate events. Oh, was that, that Nickelodeon? Really? Huh? Okay. That was yeah. a Nickelodeon joint, apparently. Uh, two thousand five, Mad Hot Ballroom. I don't never know heard of it. Never heard of it. Apparently, uh, students of several New York City elementary schools learned ballroom dancing and compete in a citywide competition. Oh, I saw this! That sounds kind of fun. I'd watch that. You're just giving me, like, flashbacks. (laughs) All right. Uh, It was bad? It was bad. I'm I'm imagining Pitch Perfect, but with dancing instead of singing and also, you know... PG. There, there was a love triangle, and it cl- climactic, and not even the main characters. Like some of the minor characters had a love triangle, a girl and two guys, and it climaxed in a three-person, uh, like dance scene at finals or something. Okay, that sounds great. For some reason, I, I thought you were going to say yeah. a three-person kiss where they all just put their heads in. <laughs> Listen, the Zachary, this is a movie about elementary school I students. Don't, well, I missed that also, part. Also, maybe I'm completely wrong, and I'm making up things, but I swear that happened. <laughs> um, but okay, also 2005, Yours, Mine, and Ours... Okay. Um, where no a idea. widow and a widower uh, get married, and they have to deal with the fact that he already has uh, ten kids. No, he already has eight <laughs> kids, and she already has ten. That's so many. Oh, so just one. eighteen fucking stepchildren. Yep, oh, that's cheaper by the dozen. Like, yeah. Too listen, many listen. You thought cheaper by the dozen was some shit. This is right. one and a half times as many kids. <laughs> it's too um, many. <laughs> that's just that's too, many kids. too many that's 20 too many people kids. total in that family mm-hmm. uh, but not okay. like in that like very immediate like, mike mm-hmm. you come from a big family right how many siblings are there like counting you uh seven yeah see that's already huge and the yeah. smaller of the two families is bigger than that it's, i yeah. think that i remember from harry potter is that in uh, there's a lore Thing that if you have seven boys in a row, the mm. seventh one becomes a werewolf. So they would have gotten a chance to have like what two werewolves? werewolves, almost three werewolves, yeah, two werewolves between them. <laughs> Jeez, I'm cheesing. Okay, so uh, 2006, and again we're getting back to movies I recognize but did not know were Nickelodeon joints. Okay, Nacho Libre. Oh, that wow. that makes I, sense to me. Yeah, the fucking Jack Black is a luchador movie. Listen, I feel like the less we say about that, the I better. I have a three-hour rant in me about that movie. It's <laughs> not the time and place. No, one yeah, day, we'll save that one like, for another day. Yeah. I have... And all of it's negative. Um, let's move on, please. Sure. <laughs> okay. Uh, all right. Also 2006, Barnyard, which... Was another CGI thing that spun off into a cartoon. I don't know. Uh, Two thousand six, the live action Charlotte's Web. There's a live action Charlotte's hey guys, Web. Nickelodeon yeah. made way more movies mm-hmm. than I knew Nickelodeon made. I thought yeah. it was like three Zach, or four. We're not even close to done. Here, let me speed through this a little yeah, faster. Go a little. Uh, yeah. Two thousand eight, <laughs> the Spiderwick Chronicles. 
okay. 2009, Hotel for Dogs. Oh, uh, I remember Hotel for Dogs. Yeah. Also 2008, because I guess this is a little out of order. Angus, Thongs, and Perfect Snogging. Okay. okay. Whoa. I think Thongs are the... the, the I think it's Australian? Mm. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah, something like that. It's a, It says the 14-year-old girl keeps a diary about being a teenager and learning to kiss and all that jazz. Uh, oh, yeah. 2009, imagine that. An Eddie Murphy comedy... Uh, where, like so many Eddie Murphy comedies, he fu- he plays a businessman dad who never has time for his kid. That's every and, Eddie Murphy movie yeah. after his oh, kid's period, he gets, yeah. He gets sucked into his daughter's imaginary world where solutions yes. to his problems await. It was, like, that movie and then one with the same premise, but about Brendan Fraser came out around the same time, where they were businessmen who didn't have time for their kids, and their kids had, like, imagination powers. Right. It, was, it was weird. Okay, Do you remember 2010. The, the Eddie Murphy movie, A Thousand Words, where if yes. Eddie Murphy said more than a thousand words, he, he would dies. die? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was like, I think that was the first zero on Rotten Tomatoes ever. Was Do you remember that one. the movie where Eddie Murphy played a small Eddie Murphy who piloted an Eddie Murphy mecha? Yes. Yeah. One, yeah. Time, yeah. one time meet, I got, meet Dave. Meet one time Dave, I was go. waiting for uh, something at a DMV and I had to watch that movie twice. Okay, I've seen the Charlotte's Web uh, live action. It stars Dakota Fanning and Julia Roberts and Steve Buscemi and John Cleese and Oprah Winfrey. Yeah, I've seen this movie. Wow, that's a that's some big names for Such Charlotte's Web. Entertainer, yeah. All right, but okay. Yeah. Let me bring what the else? room down. Let me bring the room down. Twenty ten, The Last Airbender. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, hmm. yeah. Uh, twenty eleven. Two movies I have heard of again, but had no idea they were Nickelodeon joints. Rango. Oh, wow. Okay. Oh, Rango that, is a good fucking movie. Yeah, Rango and that Tintin movie that Steven Spielberg did. That's, that's, that's also a good movie. movie. That was Nickelodeon. That's okay. bizarre. Okay. That's a, yeah. that's a good movie, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, 2012, Fun Size. It's apparently okay. a thing about trick-or-treating. I, I remember that it is, like, their attempt at, like, a PG-13 or PG, like, plus, like, kind of sex mm-hmm. comedy. Weird. Oh okay. boy! Yeah, uh, it, it does say here PG thirteen. Sex. So is Although the fun is... size the dick? It's I fun guess size? so. Okay. Holy yeah. hands comedy. I will say it's not the only PG thirteen movie on this list because the next one is the twenty fourteen Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Oh wow! Okay. Yeah, they have the license for one, that. Right? Yeah. The first one's uh, and then we jump back and forth. Uh, the second SpongeBob movie in twenty fifteen. Okay, good movie. Twenty sixteen, the second Ninja Turtles. That's mm. a good one. I've heard that uh, Also, okay. 2016, this is a movie that Matt and I found out about and were utterly perplexed by, Monster Trucks. Yeah! yeah. Which is about a literal monster living in a monster truck. Oh, man, that's a great premise. Monster House, where the house was a monster? <laughs> where he got evicted no. and now he has to live in a truck instead. It's not, it's not related to Monster House. It also, I think they finished that movie like three years before they put it out. Because they, huh. they kept uh, like... Um, focus testing it, and the children were ha- like terrified of the monster, and they God. couldn't figure out how to fix it, so they just put it out. Yeah, that's that's what happens now. when they know they have a bomb on their hands is they'll leave it in the can for a few years. Yeah, yeah. Well, so this movie that that we're gonna talk about was made in the eighties, then. Yep, uh, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> everything else after that is stuff that's just announced and not out yet. Okay, I was waiting for like. I was assuming that that was going to stop being anything other than maybe cartoon movies at around 2005. So I'm I'm impressed that they're still kicking. Honestly, I was waiting for you to say like Fred, Fred 2, but and I'm surprised yeah. those weren't 
Nickelodeon movies. Yeah, I'm surprised, Lauren. I was wrong also that the Universal Pictures film Big Fat Liar was also not Nickelodeon. Huh. Here's something no. that I know. I had I was absolutely convinced that the movie we're about to talk about was the last live action thing Nickelodeon tried to do, but yeah. no. No, Hotel for Dogs. So here's something that I noticed about all those. Um, you know, I watch a lot of things that are ostensibly like kids things now uh-huh. as an adult. Um, there's a lot of like good cartoons and stuff, but I feel like a lot of those are really more like, this is friendly towards children, but like anyone can enjoy it. A lot of what you just listed with some exceptions, there's definitely some exceptions Mm -hmm. in there feels like it's really like, no, we don't care about getting everyone. This is for children. Yeah, but and, keep in mind that was like the whole Nickelodeon attitude. Which oh no, like, I know. No, and no I'm, adults are allowed. Only and kids I think here. that is like actually good context for this movie because uh, as an adult, this child sucks ass. Yeah, but, <laughs> but also but in, I do. In that I do want to say in that list there was Nacho Libre, where the whole thing is he wants to have sex with the girl. And yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I, so I'm so weird thing about that exceptions is, in there for sure. I just. I feel like that's some context because, like, as a kid, I'm sure that I would kind of like blank check where, you're, as an adult, you're just like, I fucking hate this child. But as a kid, that's another like, movie about a kid who wants to fucking yeah. adults, right? <laughs> but as a kid, you're like, this is great. I want to be that guy. Like, so we, yeah, yeah. We, we really ought to get rolling on the summary soon. But I do want to say one last thing. I think the reason that we we didn't realize a lot of these were Nick movies is past a certain point. I think Nickelodeon realized that advertising the fact that something was a Nickelodeon movie was actually box office poison, so they oh, just man. started downplaying yeah. it. Okay. Yeah, I, I think oh. you'll see, like, a lot of, like, just the text, no logo, just, like, a Nickelodeon film. Like, sure. And that kind of happens here. If it didn't flash at the beginning of the movie for, like, two seconds, I wouldn't have known. Yeah, not uh, the big the blue thing- and orange thing that we get in this movie. The other thing, real quick, I wanted to cover before we jumped into this movie is that it was directed by Jonathan Frakes of yeah. Star Trek The Next Generation fame. Uh, and Riker Leverage this movie. fame. He directed a bunch of episodes of Leverage. Okay. Yeah. Oh. The films he's uh, directed are Star Trek First Contact, mm-hmm. Star Trek Insurrection, mm-hmm. Clockstoppers, mm-hmm. <laughs> something called Thunderbirds. I've seen yeah. Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds is like powering jets. Okay. It's based uh, so on like an old wait, like no. puppet shit like yeah. show. Yeah, okay. based on an old like British show that had marionettes in it. I gotcha, yeah. I gotcha. Something called The Librarian Return to King Solomon's Mines. Okay. okay, the librarian is a series of made for TV movies about uh, like okay. a librarian who has like Indiana Jones style adventures. That's that's okay. what the people who did Leverage went on to do the librarians. Okay, yeah, because yeah, then they also made the librarian curse of the Judas chalice. Yeah. No, yeah, that's also my fault, I guess. <laughs> I think we'll, we'll, we'll maybe cover those at one point and let's see. Oh, like man. <laughs> anyway, yeah. So let's let's. I guess let's just jump in to see what uh, what Commander Riker has prepared for us this evening. This makes sense because you know uh, if if you're not familiar and let's steal where we watch leverage, we read trivia and there we learn that Riker uh, Riker Frakes is known as one take Frakes because he <laughs> only does one take. I wonder what? if that explains a lot of things in this movie. What? Now, there are a lot of there. There are a handful of directors who are known for that. Uh, Clint Eastwood is a big one. Except he'll give you at least like two or three. But even if you That's don't get it in the first few takes, he moves on because he just doesn't have the patience. See, and, I, 
I assume and sometimes Sarah that works did. out, you know, because you know mm-hmm. sometimes he works with professionals, sometimes not. But yeah. I assume he uh, did that on leverage for maybe just for budgetary reasons. Like it's a TV show, we want to out quickly, sure, uh, and it's only an episode here or there. But I I think he might have done that on the movie too. Yeah, yeah. I think yeah. so. Yeah. Man. <laughs> I was gonna say the the last thing I want to say before we get started on this. I I think who all has seen this movie before like today. I think it's just I it's you and Ashley, right? Okay. Yeah. It? Okay. Yeah. Uh I watched this movie in theaters when it came out. <laughs> I don't know about you, Ashley. I believe so too. All right. Yeah. Because uh, if you know me, you might know that I really like stuff about like time powers and cool mm-hmm. like time magic. And so I was excited. I was hyped up for this film. I guess and I, was... I remember really liking it. So here's what I'll say. Oh boy. I've, I feel like the concept of character acquires a clock or watch mm-hmm. that yeah. controls time. Yeah. Was, I feel like I saw that in like seven kids shows as a kid. Like, sure. I specifically remember an A Real Monsters episode about it. Mm. I remember, like, a couple, any any show, kids show that had, like, a supernatural bent. I, I remember like there was an episode were- of Johnny Bravo where the, the joke was he thought time had stopped, but really it was just a bunch of funny coincidences. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah. But I feel like that's a kind of a common thing. So, it's like, a common plot, but it's not something you see in film a lot. No. So, when, at least, well, I haven't seen the second part of this, but... When everything seemed like it was hunky dory with the time travel, I was just like, "Huh, okay, well, a little surprised, but there you go." Mm. There's worse. one scene in this thing that we're going to talk about where, if that scene had ended any other way, I might have been like, "Okay, no, this movie got me," but it ended in the most boring way possible. So, yeah, great. Well, we'll get well, we'll to get it. to it. We we'll get to. It. I do want to say two things. Uh, <laughs> we talked about who'd seen this movie in full before. Everyone but Luke, in either watching it for the first time or rewatching it for this, tapped out mm-hmm. shortly after they got to as far as they needed to go for the recording. Oh yeah, I'll most never of us have not seen again. the end of the film. <laughs> I may have tapped out at the earliest because, yeah. as my aforementioned, for uh, the viewing of this movie kept stopping. I got to a point where I was like, you know what, I'm done. I'm done. Yeah. To be clear, <laughs> we're going to be covering the first half of the movie, about forty five minutes worth, on this episode. And then we're going to do a second episode next week that will cover the back half of the movie with a whole new slew of guests. Yeah. yeah. And, and and folks, if in case you're worried that we're going to spend 45 minutes getting bogged down with complicated time travel stuff, don't oh. worry. The time travel doesn't start until like a half hour into this thing. Also, it's yeah. not really time travel. It's time stoppage. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's, not, it's not even that. It's just it's time slowage. Yeah. yeah it's, 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 hey, guess what? It's inconsistent. Yes. Yeah. yeah there's yes. a scene. But we'll definitely talk about the, the scene where I was like, this doesn't make any fucking sense. Because sometimes yeah. it's just invisibility power. Yeah. 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 Yes. But it's frustrating because, like, it. this movie has, has a hook. It's a cool thing. And the cool thing doesn't happen until 30 minutes in. There are some kinds of movies where you can, like, really build up a slow burn and take your time with methodical pacing and really build up to a nice payoff. <laughs> right. This is a children's <laughs> movie about a watch that lets you go fast. You know, you this, know, this is this is a don't bore us, get to the chorus kind of film. You this know, one starts with a man and a huge fake beard. They get to it faster than the Power Rangers movie got to the Power Rangers part. But anyway, yes, <laughs> big beard. Yeah, I, 
my first note is that the intro to this is the most 2,000 things I've I've ever seen. Oh, 100%. will only continue. Mm -hmm. It's just a bunch of graphics of, like, clocks spinning real fast. Yeah. There is something I really like this sequence. There's something about going back to this era of films where, like, you know how some people can't watch, like, cringe comedy? I feel like 2000 to 2004... All of it makes me feel that way. Like, just... <laughs> sure. I just... Like, anything in this... The fucking soundtrack in this kills me. <laughs> oh, we will talk extensively yeah. about the soundtrack. <laughs> Every single needle drop in this is amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, I think the soundtrack's the only good thing in this movie. It's, <laughs> there's there's an amazing needle drop, like, every two minutes. Yeah, it's not that it's a bad soundtrack, it's that it's an extraordinarily it, early yeah. 2000s This soundtrack. and the Digimon movie soundtrack up there, best soundtracks of all time, I guess. I think Digimon's got this one beat. Oh, yeah, no, for sure. It's, so it's a bigger second. time capsule than now that's what I call music. So yeah. the clocks... Anyway, yeah, we, we open up a bunch of clocks spinning real fast, which already you should be mm-hmm. concerned, because that's the opposite of what they told you you were getting. <laughs> <laughs> they said they were going to stop the clocks, and instead they're spinning them. Yeah. Uh, but that cuts into the airport where a man in an obviously fake beard is trying to buy a ticket somewhere. Yeah. And he says, good. You go ahead. It's, <laughs> it's really weird to look at. When did this, was this movie made? Like around like 2000? Uh, it 2002. came out in 2002, so yeah. So we're getting this airport scene where this guy does all this fuckery post 9-11. Oh, you know what? That's true. Ooh, yeah, like that's what that. I was going to say, because like, I first, I thought that this was a pre-9-11 movie, because uh-huh. this dude definitely looks fucking suspicious. I just assumed this was pre-9-11, because everything about this scene only makes sense if that's true. He the skips- script probably was, possibly the production was, but the right. movie, yeah, yeah, no. yeah, definitely. But, like, he skips lines, and he, like, shoves his way through the... Like, there is still a machine, like, a scanner, but he just, like, runs through it and then gets his keys on the other side and all that stuff, like... No, he doesn't get his keys. You can keep them. (laughs) Oh, that's right. Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah. Uh, The the flight to Costa Rica that he wanted is sold out, so, yeah, he just muscles his way through security, uh... And then he just finds this family all in matching Hawaiian shirts. (laughs) Hawaiian family. Uh, with a bunch of, like, tiny screaming children. And he just walks up to the dad and hands him just a crumpled up mass of hundred dollar bills. Can I point something out about these these tiny screaming children? Yeah. Yeah. It's two sets of twins. Okay. I would kill myself. Sorry. (laughs) Like, just, nope. I'm out. This I fucked up. I did something wrong also, at some point. The mom is tending to all of them, yeah. and the dad is reading a magazine like yeah, a jackass. This dad sucks because <laughs> help your wife. <laughs> She's like, mm, mm, this uh, this movie. Uh, so no, the thing is, like, how much money do you think the tickets cost? I don't think he's. Oh yeah, because I, I, I there's like six it on of the them. pile of money. It's about like fifteen hundred dollars. There is no way he didn't lose money on this. Yeah, he he takes yeah. a. A wad of crumpled up hundred dollar bills out of a brown paper bag, which I can only assume has more money in it and also some forties. Because well, yeah, he, he does this trick with another character later. Yeah, yeah. So I feel like he. So he got behind like security without a ticket, right? Yeah, yeah. You can't. Can you not? You can't do that. No, not you can't. Used to be able to. Yeah. 
But, but yeah, so these he, days you can't. He gets real close to getting on the plane, and instead of uh, airport security stopping him, this invisible force stops him. Right. And through we get a special POV effects, shot of him going backwards through the whole airport. It's yeah. kind of cool shot. There's sure. yeah, and there's also yeah. a funny gag where he goes backwards through the metal detector again, and it goes off again. Mm. And then uh, yeah, he's just in a van, and it's empty. And then he tries to open up the van door because it's slammed on him, and he can't. He turns around, and now there's two people in there with him. Uh, one of them is the aforementioned uh, Mr. Bailey from Great and Okay. All right, yeah, because, yeah, then there's also a third guy up in the front row. We got, you know, what's his name from The Terminator? Yeah, Michael Bean is in the front, and then we've yeah. got uh, uh, French Stewart is the guy who has the fake uh, beard on. Yep, and, yep. and he's like, Doctor Doctor Doppler, it's time to get back to work. Oh, by the way, if you don't know who French Stewart is, he was on Third Rock from the Sun and then nothing else. So, <laughs> he's I on mean, one episode I mean, come on, of Zach. He was as a yeah, French Stewart impersonator, which is he a was funny in joke. So many other things. He was in God, the Devil, and Bob. Uh, he was in that live action Inspector Gadget two. Yes, he was. Uh. <laughs> Anyway, then we cut to the sweet sounds of Blink-182. Okay, so did anyone else knew the choreographed dance to this to all the small things, or was that just me? Uh, I, I think it was not. just you. Yeah. So the video, yeah, yeah. Is a, the video for all the small things is a parody of boy band videos, because they were edgy and different. Uh, sure. But they had an actual dance that goes with the, with the, the uh, what's it called, the chorus? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, for some reason, that's one of the things that's been committed to memory all my life. And <laughs> I could do that right now. That's like, I don't scary. remember my mom's birthday, but the, all the, but this, this fucking yeah. dance, I can still do it. <laughs> Turn the lights I, I off, remember. carry me home. I, I'm doing it right now. Right, I didn't remember yeah. the dance, but I did notice that they cut a couple of lines out of the chorus to like, make it fit better with the movie. And like, that bugged me. <laughs> here's what I'll, here's what bugs me. We are right away introduced to a character trait that is consistent through the film of our hero Zach, uh, but yeah. doesn't matter at all. Uh, right, which because is that, he's at a red light doing bike tricks. Yes, which is that he's a BMX bike trick man, and anytime he's on screen but not speaking, he's doing bike tricks. So just remember yeah. that. Listen, <laughs> he needs to keep that combo going. Yeah, I think that's what this actor did for his audition. Like, that's how he got the role, is he could do bike tricks. That's what I was going back and forth on. Either this is a bike stunt guy that got hired because of that, or I can't tell if it's a stunt double every time a bike trick is happening. That would be even worse. I think think it may be a mix. There are definitely some where I think it is a stunt person. Yeah, because, like, you see him riding the bike, but, like, it's only ever in close-up when he's just pedaling. She left yeah, me so we're gonna we're gonna see with this guy. He's his whole thing. In addition to being a cool bike trick guy, he's trying to save up money for a car. And his hustle for making money is he eBay. rides his bike. Yeah, he rides his bike over to the local antique shop, gets something for super cheap, takes it home, and sells it on eBay for more than what he paid for it. He gets like a mint condition typewriter, mm-hmm. which. Must have been, like, less than $30, because that's what he's selling it for. Yeah. I do not believe he could buy it for that much. No. you de- I I had a typewriter around that time, because I didn't have a computer, 
and I needed to do schoolwork. And uh, yeah, that that was. I think they went for like sixty bucks at least. He was originally yeah. gonna sell it for five bucks because yeah. the gag we get is like he initially types on the eBay listing like you know good condition typewriter five bucks, and he's like, hmm. No, nah, I should change it. And then he's like, crash-proof word processor, 35 bucks. God. Can I tell uh, a dumb story? I, I had yeah. a friend who uh, basically a- afforded his drinking habit in college by buying giant packs of AA batteries from uh, Costco and then mm-hmm. selling them in re-shrink-wrapped four packs for like three times as much on eBay. <laughs> Wow. wow. <laughs> uh, they're batteries from eBay. I have yeah. no fucking idea, but he sold them out every time he did it instantly. So uh, somebody. A thing that I like, that I actually like here, is that as someone who has done e commerce in the past, I totally done the let me put this white paper here so I can take a picture of the product oh, yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I thought I my mind immediately started playing tricks on me in this movie. Because uh-huh. I thought, I was like, oh yeah, there's a plot line, like the r- way the bad guys find him is he puts this watch on eBay. <laughs> oh, that would make oh, sense. Man. You know, that does sound familiar. That must be a different movie, because I also remember something like that. Do you, are you guys doing a thing, or do you not because I know where it's from. Oh, where's it from? It's from the first Transformers movie. The Decepticons oh, find him because oh, he puts yeah, it on you're right. Yeah. I yeah. guess yeah. I yeah. also yeah. blocked that from my memory. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I've I, never I, I guess I, I thought it was in a better movie. Like, oh no, it's <laughs> a bad movie. In that uh, one, alien robots me. find him because of eBay, so it's even right. stupider. I now, just love that you know that this is a hip with it teen because he's using eBay. Yeah, God. I but love that everyone's computer in this movie is an Apple product. It's great. That was yep. that was the thing in the late nineties, early two thousands. Everyone had Apple products, like everyone, it, which it is was, so unlike now. Um, but uh, I yeah, wa- our first home computer, my dad worked at Ford, and they gave away iMacs to a whole bunch of people that worked there. So we just had a, a one of these iMacs that, of like the clear plastic shell. My first home computer also had clear plastic, but it wasn't an Apple product. It was yeah. just a PC with clear plastic. All right, Great. sounds good. Uh, I, I do want to say real quick: this actor's name is Jesse Bradford. And I looked it up because he's obviously not a teenager, even though he's playing one. Yeah. Uh, he was born in 1979, which means he was 23 when this movie got yeah. made. I mean, that's, by Hollywood standards, that's not egregious. Yeah. Well, but here's my thing. Great. We're going to see... Well, I'll, I'll, I'll bring it up when we get to it in a few minutes here. Okay. But speaking of the first Transformers movie, we begin our tale by seeing a real just piece of shit, whiny little snot-nosed little piece of Wait, crap. And also the inciting incident is that he's trying to buy a car. So this yeah, is, it this is very... the first Transformers yeah. movie. Did Michael Bay watch this movie when he was writing <laughs> Transformers? Uh, and, and also, like, in Transformers, um, uh, Megan Fox is heavily coded as Latinx. So... Yeah. That, yeah. Mm, oh fuck! Mm, weird amount of similarities. I'm looking at the screenwriting credits to see if there's any crossover. Weird piece of tech. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. They're very similar. Government oh, bad boy. guys. Okay. So so in Transformers, what happens after uh, uh, Shia LaBeouf goes to buy the car? Well, then the car uh, becomes a robot. It comes alive. Oh, at well, that okay, point. that doesn't yeah. really happen here. 
I think that's probably where these are going to split. <laughs> yes, yeah, most likely. The part with the with the alien robots. <laughs> the part where where a character pisses on a different character. I hope that that's not in this. <laughs> I I could see that in this. Wait, no, watch. there's the dog. Yes. <laughs> Gosh darn it! No, I I watched this two hours ago and I blocked it. I figured out where the timelines div- diverge because he doesn't actually get to buy the car because he needs his dad to co-sign. Yep, yeah, that's it. So if he, he had bought this had bought the convertible, car, the car, it would have turned into was a robot. Well, yeah. if he bought the car, the watch would have transformed. <laughs> so, so, so here's the thing. We go to class, which yeah. this kid already is like disgustingly rich based on the, the classroom that he's in. Like, well, so- is that actually hit like the class he is going to, or is he just seeing his dad? That's he's a- just seeing his dad. See, that's what I was confused about initially, and what I was going to say earlier. Why didn't they just make him a college student in his dad's class? He was the right age for that. That's a good question, yeah. because that's what I thought happened until the thing you just said. Yeah, <laughs> I, I thought he was just late for class, but that uh, he was a student. Yeah. We get we get a lot of attention paid to a couple of students in his dad's class and they're mm-hmm. dressed by name. I honestly thought they were going to be characters, but no. Yeah, no, Rocky's in this movie. Who is? Rocky from Power Rangers. There's oh, a guy who oh. kind of looks like him who asks dumb questions. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He does look a bit like him. Uh but yeah, his dad is giving this lecture. He says it's about the theory of relativity, which I don't think is true. I yeah, I thought it was gonna be about the not Doppler effect, that thing when something really fast passes you and you see a blur of it. It has a name. Oh uh, yeah. Um, it's a Doppler shift. Yeah, that's it's a red shift. Really Doppler, I'm pretty sure. It's yeah, yeah. Something. That's yeah. what it is. Yeah. yeah. I should have remembered before I started in this tirade. They did they did the slightest bit of research they could on like, okay, what ha, what, what scientific thing applies to making a thing go fast? They went to right. Ask Jeeves and put what's time? It's yeah. actually called, two- it is called Doppler Shift. Okay, okay. So I was right. Is, or, I'm sorry, French Stewart's character is Dr. Doppler. So. Right. Yes. Yeah, they need Doppler effect for sounds, but yeah, I guess it applies to light, too. Yeah. Um, Any so kind of waves, it, really. The reason why they go with the relativity theory is, like, the same reason why E equals MC squared is always on, like, a blackboard whenever they right. show, like, the smart college. Yeah. It's because, like, people recognize that as, like, oh, that's a smart thing. Yeah, yeah, well, they can't call it the Doppler effect when they have a character named Doppler. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> it would be too uh, on the nose for this movie. <laughs> but he's giving a lecture where he's got two toy cars, and he's explaining that if you were driving 40, and then- But, like, also like, the hugest toys, like, they're not, like, Hot yeah. Wheels. They're, like, model toy cars. He, like, points to one, okay, so say you're driving down the highway, like, or driving down the road at, like, 40 miles an hour- and then you, you're this driving. This fucker your car. over here has a convertible, and he's driving like 120 miles an hour, and he drives past you. What would he look like to you? And the the girl's just like, I, I don't know. I guess just like a, a blur. Exactly. And to you, and and to him, you would be standing still. And that's that's our under that's our explanation for how this all movie of this works. works. Yeah. Uh, but he starts like the guy. That, you know, he was talking to didn't do the reading, so he's kind of chewing him out about being more responsible, and then his son walks in, and he has a beat of, like, ugh. 
Which again, I assumed it meant that his son was in this class and yeah. was late to it yeah. and disappointing his dad. I even wrote down, I've done that before. Arrive late at a class and just sit by the door and hope no one notices. Oh, 100%. I think everyone's done that. But, uh, yeah, he excuses the class and talks to his son, who, no, it is not a co- he's still a high school student, but he came to talk to his dad about co-signing for that car he was looking at. And, you know what, his dad's kind of a piece of shit about this. Yeah. Because he really, I mean, even, I get that maybe he would want to look at the car first before signing off on it, like, you know, yeah. whatever, but, like... His thing isn't to tell his son, wait, I want you to, you know, I, I want you to show me the car and all that stuff. His thing is to sort of, like, just put it off and put it off yeah, and put it off. Yeah, he doesn't care. He's, like, the sister yeah. about this, this dad is a piece of shit. Yeah, like, I hate this kid and I hate the dad. They deserve each other. Apple I don't think there's a likable person stuff. in the family. Even the mom who's only on screen for, like, two seconds doesn't seem very likable. Yeah. No, I kind of like the mom. We'll get to her. Okay. Uh, but yeah, he's just like, hey, have you done enough research on, like, the safety information on this car? And he's like, well, not, not yet. He's like, okay, we'll go do that, and we'll talk about it when I get home tonight. Yep. And, uh, yeah, that's, that's all of that scene. Um. The, the dad is really dismissive. Like, the kid oh, is shitty, but yeah, it, it's. Yeah. Yeah. Like, at first I was like, okay, I get where this is going. Like, the kid's got to learn responsibility and whatever. Like, and then as right. the movie goes on, I'm like, no. Like, he sucks, but has done everything the dad has asked in this, like, moment. Yeah. Here's my right. main problem. I don't think the sh- movie thinks that he sucks. No, no definitely not. Actually, that's, what's, that's, what's weird is. This kid doesn't really have an arc. The one who learns a lesson is the dad. That's what I'm yeah. saying. Because the sh- the movie is presenting the problem as on the dad. So, like, right. I don't this- think the movie gets that the kid is shitty. <laughs> the movie's this like, is- this is a lovable loser. Love him, damn it. Yeah. yeah this is exactly. like every single Marvel movie where everyone sucks around it and the hero's perfect. Everyone just needs to catch up. Right, exactly. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I, think, I think the movie definitely, like, he makes missteps, but he's just, ah, oh, he's a lovable lug, you know? Come on. Mm-hmm. Um, but we cut to the paintball shop where his friend works, his friend Meeker. Yeah. Meeker, who, uh, is, Meeker is a good name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, yeah, they're, like, he's, like, showing off paintball guns to a family or something, and they start talking, and, uh... Zach takes the gun. I, that I love had. this this location of the extreme sports store with all the skateboards mm-hmm. and shit. <laughs> yeah, where they get paid five dollars an hour. Yes, right. That sure. sucks. Apparently, but yeah, they have that, a rock mm-hmm. climbing wall on the outside of yeah, the building. That was weird. That's weird. Yeah, <laughs> it does have a rock climbing wall on the storefront outside. Uh, this and this scene is when I wrote the I wrote words that I've come to regret now. I wrote, uh-huh. DJ Contest, oh god, I hope that's in this half. <laughs> <laughs> How wrong yeah, I was. Meeker is signed up for a DJing tournament that he needs Zach to be there for to support him. The I DJ Contest is the best scene in this half. It's so <laughs> terrible. It's, it's just, that's such a low bar. <laughs> right. Um, but while they're talking about the DJ tournament, they catch sight of uh, a a 
pretty girl walking around mm. in the extreme sports store. Yeah. Uh, before I, we get I, to I, this and all that yeah. it entails, uh-huh. yeah, I have prepared. Uh, I have prepared a statement. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to say the scene like opens up with like this sales clerk who's like this like blonde woman, and I thought that she was going to be the third friend. Oh sure. yes, I the same thing. I thought she was the third lead. And then I was like, oh, wait, no, that character's just gone. Bye. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you're totally right. They are setting it up. Like, how much, how, like, what was the original cut of this movie? Was it, like, five <laughs> hours long? There was, like, 50 characters. Yeah. All those characters from the classroom come back. <laughs> it's, it's the one-take Frakes edit, uh, yeah. like, methodology. Yeah. He films, like, five hours worth of movie, everything's one take, and then he just finds it in the edit. Right, exactly. Yeah. Well, no, I mean, uh, before you edit, it's like, a uh, movie's like 40 hours long. Originally, <laughs> this movie was like 100 Years of Solitude. There were different families, and the watch <laughs> went back and forth, and, but they had to cut it to yeah, yeah. an hour and a half. Frankie, I really appreciate you right now. <laughs> You're very good. <laughs> so, do we want to get into the shit now? Yeah, so they see this girl, and he's like, oh, who's that? And Meeker explains that this is Francesca, who goes to their school. She's a transfer student. Her father is, was it Venezuelan? She's uh, from Venezuela. He's so, like a console like or something? A console for Venezuela. Yes. Uh, yeah, he, and uh, before you you know, uh-huh. get, get into what you've got, I just want to point out, while they're talking about this, Zach accidentally shoots the paintball gun. Like because he's so turned on, like he. Oh, I didn't well, see it's, that. it's an ejaculation joke. Yeah, yes. yeah, yeah. He has it's, like a small bit of ejaculation in the middle of the store. This, this, movie sucks. Sucks. this Nickelodeon children's movie comes in his pants yeah. within, within ten minutes of it starting. Yeah, <laughs> that's where we're at. All the Why did you do small this to us? <laughs> True, True care, singing True and crying things. at the same Dan time. Riker. <laughs> so one, two, one take freaks, one take freaks. Uh, oh, yeah, all right, Frankie, go ahead. Okay, yeah. so her name is Francesca. Let's start with small things. Her name is okay. Francesca. All of them. <laughs> uh, yes, oh, anyway, uh, which is an Italian name. Uh, if she was from a Latinx country, like I don't. I don't disagree with the idea that there could be people in 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 Latin American countries or Spanish speaking countries with names like Francesca. Sure. But probably her name would be Francisca. Uh I see. Because that's the Spanish version of that name that that that's how that gets switched. Sure. No one in Spanish is saying Francesca. That that's not a natural sound, but sure, I'll let that one slide. Second of all, she's Latinx. Uh, in real life, the actress is also Latinx, so good going. But okay. she's Clear from the lowest possible bar. But wait, she's from Colombia, not Venezuela. You could just change two words of the script. Failed to clear the next lowest possible yes. bar. One of things where it's like, why do you, why? Why, why do you just do it? Why like, Venezuela? Yeah. Like, yeah, the fact that it's Venezuela specifically is yeah. never a plot point. No, right. The only other thing is that they mentioned the capital once. You could just switch that. Anyways. Yeah, anyways. Colombia. Anyways. Uh, so, the interesting part, the part I actually enjoyed about watching this movie is that I researched her 
uh, because I wanted to check if she was Latinx. Uh, sure. Her name is Paula Gars. Uh, Garces. Um, mm-hmm. She went. Uh, so she's an actress. She's been in the Harold and Kumar movies and another stuff. But when she went to Comic Con to promote a Harold and Kumar movie, she was like, "Wow, there sure is a shitload of Latinx people here, but there's no Latinx superheroes or like not a lot of comic books." So mm-hmm. she worked uh, with a comic book company to make a female Latinx character uh, called Aluna and make uh, a couple comics. And then she even had, uh, she like contacted people and had Aluna added to the Heroes of Never Red MOBA at one mm. point and she voice acted her. That's uh, cool. So yeah. that's cool. That, yeah. I mean, yes. As someone who growing up, as someone who growing up kept a list of all Latinx superheroes and they were honestly less than 30 and some of them were like, this character was named once and they said they were from a Latinx country or a fake Latinx country. Uh, I really appreciate that. Uh, I like her character. She's the one character I like in, in this movie. She's cool. I would say she's yeah. the one person that approaches likable in this whole movie. Yeah. And also, yes. if if you want to know more about uh, Heroes of New Earth, the game that the character she made appeared in, uh, talk to Matt. Yeah. He'll talk to you all day about Heroes of New Earth. Maybe right. I will. I was gonna say, yeah, you, well, know, you know, what? I'm glad that her uh, best, cre- like her most prominent credit, isn't Clockstoppers, like it is for the main character. No, it's the Harold <laughs> and Kumar movies. Yeah. All right. But, well, yeah. I feel I like a bit of a step, step up. up. Yeah, yeah it, uh, that's a step up. They uh, they escape one time away in the second one, anyways. I'm not saying it's a high step up. I'm just <laughs> saying it is one. Uh, I mean, when those movies came out, they had cultural cachet. This never did. I mean, so, yeah, she went to Comic-Con. It did with me, damn it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so this fucking doofus is going to go hit on this lady because... Okay, we oh, need... Yeah. We, yes. Because yeah. she's <sighs> foreign, and I read in Cosmo that someone who's just moved to a new country is <sighs> lonely and vulnerable. Yeah, so... Warning. <laughs> oh my kid, god, this guy went out to make Super Seducer. Yeah, here's the thing about this kid. He's only rewarded for his behavior in yes. this movie. Like, there's yeah. never a bad thing that happens to him, really, because of I mean, this. I mean, she she rejects him at first, but because he's the protagonist, he mm-hmm. is relentless, and eventually right. she breaks down. And, and she like, only we breaks all down know. because he has magic, also. Yeah. Like, <laughs> it's not anything sweet he does. He I just, hate right. yeah. I hate when movies are like, no, you don't have to be nice or be a good person or just take a fucking no for an answer. If you keep right. asking, eventually... You'll it's get a terrible her. trope that needs to die. Yeah. Eventually, you'll find a magic watch in your dad's junk. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so he goes out to talk to her, and like she's in the middle of climbing that yeah, rock wall also, we talked about. Like, what? <laughs> and he's trying to strike up a conversation with her. Possibly he asked her what the, the time possible time. <laughs> also, she's like harnessed in, and he's not, so he could die. Like right, he's honestly, after honestly, give me that movie. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's a way better movie. Uh, yeah, he asked her like, "Oh, hey, do you know what time it is?" And she's like, "No, no, no I'm climbing a rock wall." <laughs> I'm on a rock wall, you dipshit. Yeah. Uh, I I think I do like that she does sometimes because she's probably had to deal with this shit 
all the time is that yeah. she does like she does like a small fake accent. She was like, "Oh, you think I'm just this this foreign girl?" And and then she drops it later on. Yeah, there's one or two times yeah. we were like she kind of leans into the accent harder. Yeah, said, yeah, but just, I feel like that's only when he when she's like stringing him along for a moment and kind of playing dumb. Yeah, and she's like, the oh, bully later, later on yeah. with the bullies. Yeah. Listen, um, as someone who has had that accent said at them by sure. white people and yeah. Mm, yeah. who I assume uh-huh. were being earned. Mm, well, so that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. Even it, it the racial po- component is definitely a big part of it. But mm-hmm, I right. know Australian women who will like white Australian women who will go to a bar in America and dudes will be like, "I'm going to do my Australian accent at you, and you're going to think yeah. that's cute." And go, oh, out yeah, my with dad me. does that. My dad does that to like, people. N- no, <laughs> it's never it's, good. It doesn't shitty. matter. Like, it's not a good idea. <laughs> don't, don't. Point people accent. Dude, don't point strangers accents out. Yeah, for real. If yeah, it, it's there's it's thing. one thing if you are close with someone or like in a relationship, you're like, oh, I love your accent. It's cute. Whatever. That's one thing. Then oh, hi stranger, great accent. Fuck off. This is the way I speak. Like, like seriously, right. I so, knew an Australian girl, and guys would come up to in the bar, not say hello. And just go shrimp on the Bobby. Like that was how they started. Yeah. Oh, like, you've listened to Let's so, Feel a Podcast then. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, also so in the interest of- just just so you know, for all you if you want to do that, Cass is very explicit. They don't call them shrimp there, they call them prawns. Yeah, it's prawns. Yeah. That's true. <laughs> yeah. If if you do prawns on the Barbie, you're it's, all good. Yeah, it's They're all over That's you. Totally okay. <laughs> That's the get out of jail free card. So in the interest of moving this along, she yeah. rejects him because he sucks. <laughs> Uh, and then he, he bikes Good. home, and we get to hear some Smash Mouth. Yeah, we get Holiday in My Head. I've never heard this song before, and I yeah. I kind of considered myself a semi-ironic Smash Mouth connoisseur. <laughs> this was a new song to me. I'm surprised this one hasn't crossed your path then, yeah, because I feel like this was a pretty... I feel like this was them. also in Snow Day. <laughs> yeah, like, this was not obviously, uh, you know, all-star levels, but I feel like this was around a lot. Wait, was this... Was this song post I'm a Believer? Because Smash Mouth kind of fell off the face of the earth after they did the cover of I'm a Believer. Sure. Because that's a career killer. Anytime a band does a cover of uh, the Monkees I'm a Believer, their career ends right then. Yeah. That's just how it works. It's okay. They're still around on Twitter supporting trans rights. Okay, we really? need to get that's Weezer awesome. to cut. Co- yeah, one, yeah, that's really cool. Two, yeah. we need to get and, and Weezer also- to. Go ahead, sorry, I'm sorry. We need to get Weezer to cover I'm a Believer. We need to. <laughs> what? Whoa. Uh, actually, remember no, what Mike just said. It, okay. Yeah, it will hurt, but it'll be worth it. No, because then Pitbull's going to cover I'm a Believer. <laughs> I, I do I do want to keep Pitbull. That, yeah, Frankie, that, I have listen, Frankie, Ashley, if, it's, if there's any consolation, Pitbull is rapidly running out of people left on this earth to do a collaboration with. <laughs> okay. He I'll may as well retire. I'll just say it now, because this is the biggest platform I, I have access to your show. Um, my problems with Pitbull is that I've looked into it a lot, and that he doesn't use his platform to pr- to promote like Latinx rights and immigration rights. Uh, so yeah, no, you have that big a platform and you're rapping about Kodak and not like all the bullshit that's going on. Fuck you. Do better. That's, that's fair, fair enough. 
All right. Uh, we uh, get speaking a few more bike better. stunts as he's on the way home. And let me, yeah, uh, let me ask y'all something. Do you think there's so many bike stunts in this movie because it was directed by Jonathan Frakes and he likes that biker rhymes with Riker? <laughs> so, Luke, no, you're very funny, Luke. That. You're so so funny. But I do think <laughs> if someone pointed that out to him, he would enjoy it. That's do you the, think he'd have a chuckle? Yeah, I don't think he did it because of that, but I think if you were like, hey, did you think of this? He would go like, hey, hey yeah. Yeah, listen, listen, folks. <laughs> oh, uh, if you walk up to someone with an accent, don't point it out to them. But if you walk up to Jonathan Frakes, <laughs> do point out the fact that he directed Clock Stoppers. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, do you uh, think... T- I, you I, I, talk about how much you usually dislike his movies, but you loved Clock Stoppers. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I have a different nickname for Jonathan Frakes instead of One Shot Frakes. Mm-hmm. Okay. What's that? No Breaks Frakes. No Breaks Frakes, yeah. <laughs> yes, perfect. Because he doesn't stop, except clocks. And also, <laughs> uh, he, he doesn't let the bike man stop doing his tricks. Yeah. There you go. But uh, yeah, Zach gets home. He's talking to the uh, car dealer on the phone while his mom is scooping out TV dinners into bowls so it feels more homemade. Aww. That's adorable. That's yeah. a great touch. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I do want to say because I can't think of any other good point to bring it up. I, I, you know, I just watched the first forty-five minutes of this movie shortly before we recorded. Until Luke said it, I didn't know the main character's first name. Oh yeah, oh I didn't either. I uh, Zach said it earlier, and that's why I know it's Zach. I knew it's Zach because it's spelled Z A K, and that irritates me slightly, but it's mostly <laughs> fine. It's, it's fine. Um. Also, his sister is there. And this yeah. is 2002, and they still have one of those phones in the... Uh, I mean, a corded phone is fine, yeah. but the specific kind of corded phone where it's, like, in the kitchen and the cord is crazy long because, yeah. like, you're still going to move around the house. It's just... Well, because you need to do the gag about how the little sister is always on the phone. Right, so we get a bit of... I hesitate to call it physical comedy, but we get physical something. <laughs> as like, they're walking around the kitchen arguing about, like how he should lend his sister some money and they're all getting like tangled up in the phone cord. Also, she's having a conversation about how like I guess like a boy band person she used to like drop the rap album or something. Yeah. Uh-huh. Sure. Not, yeah. Which I guess uh-huh. was the big scary thing in the early 2000s was pop was giving way to hip hop. See her what you did Justin is, Timberlake. Her exact quote was he was so cute, and now he's all, I'm a gangsta, yo. Yeah, it, 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 yeah, Justin Timberlake, yeah. yeah. Well, except, no, she's watching him on TV, and it's it's like it's well, I a mean, black guy, and I don't like oh, saying this. Mm, that's not good. It's not good dialogue. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even not... know it was a TV. Go ahead, Ashley. <laughs> no, I was just saying, yeah, it's not good. The other yeah. thing is that... Who uh, would guess? This movie's racist. Literally, all we know about this this little sister is that she's on the phone a lot, and yeah. she asks if he would lend her some money, and she says, and he says, "Oh, buy a car or give devil or the money, give money to the devil." You think that give might be a little like hyperbolic, this here, is, bud? Maybe this is kind of another kids' movie trend that I hate mm-hmm. is the sibling relationship that is purely just one hundred percent antagonistic. Yeah. Hey, you know a better movie that has it's about kids and it's about getting into hijinks and there's a sibling relationship that's actually like nice and uh, and and like worth it. 
Um, catch that kid. Go stop listening now. Turn on Let's Steal a Podcast, the episode with Lucas from D Comedy. We did catch Great. that kid. Just do that one instead. It's much better. All right. Noted. Yeah, if you if you want to see a kids' television network that makes watchable films, uh, <laughs> check out D Comedy. If you want to listen to us talk about this movie about a lesbian with two straight friends who keep hitting on her and she just ignores them the whole movie, go, go listen to that one. It's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Anyway, speaking so, of movies, uh, we got to get through his this. His dad one. gets home and he's got a whole pile of books, so you know that he's busy because he's a professor. And he tries to be like, okay, yeah, dad, okay, look at the safety stuff. Can I please go buy the car now, please? And his dad just like, okay, well, no, it sounds like you like this car, but what other ones have you looked at to comparison shop? He's like, what? No, I just want to buy this one. Right, because because he said you need to look at, you need to do your homework before you buy the car. And like, yeah. meaning like you need to look around. And what he took that to to mean was look up the car I already want and then just tell tell it to mm. you. Like, so, yeah. <laughs> ah, you know, I I guess it's not clear to me how much, like, is he wanting to buy the car himself and just needs a co-signer? Yeah, he yes. has the money. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the money. then you know he what, just, Dad? Shut the hell up and let him spend the money. Like, mm. It is money that he made. He does say he has yeah. the down payment, so yeah. that's why he needs the co-signer. It's still, okay. it should be his call, but, like, his but dad is trying to. But he should care more than none at all. Yeah, totally. Uh, also, oh, he has also, a he has a crumpled up copy of the Consumer Reports, <laughs> which again, which great. I love how many times in this movie people have like crumpled up physical paper. magazines or newspaper. And yeah, I know that 2002 wasn't like peak internet yet, but like I was already using you know like GameFAQs and Google for everything. Like I wasn't going right. to yeah. Listen, so, I was yeah. printing up my GameFAQs. Yeah, exactly. exactly. I yes. need to learn how to beat Wind Waker. I was printing out my 200-page, uh, like, Pokemon walkthrough and getting yelled at by the library lady. Yeah, <laughs> I, I was printing out 50 pages of Yu-Gi-Oh card text errata to show kids at Books A Million <laughs> and getting yelled at by my parents. Uh, if you were going to say uh, by the kids at the Books A Million. <laughs> They're just, what the fuck are you showing us this for? <laughs> If you want a very right, so, Ashley thing, uh-huh. I printed out an entire Yuri fanfic. Hell yes. <laughs> Great. Not even Yuri scans, Yuri fanfic. <laughs> fanfic. Uh, at some point during Ashley, all this- Ashley, you're a treasure in your ballad. Thank you. At some point during all this, the dad has pointed out that he is busy this like these days because his old student, Earl Doppler, has sent him some stuff about this uh, this watch- that can allow you to accelerate your molecules and enter a state of hyper time. Which he, he mentioned a bit earlier, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I would say that I don't think... Like, yeah, the, the dad said do your homework and the kid, like, whatever. But I think the dad would have gone, oh, no, I can't, we, I can't do it. He would have come up with an excuse. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, fair. So, so they kind of blow up at each other a little bit. Zach is like accuses his dad of caring more about his students and his job than his family and storms mm-hmm. off to his room to go play guitar. God in heaven. <laughs> I mean, okay, so here's the thing. This kid sucks, but yeah. based on some dialogue we get from the mom later, it's I think we're meant to assume he's not really wrong. Yeah. No, no, no. I kind of get that impression too. Yeah, the dad also sucks. Yeah, yeah I think they sucks. both suck. Yep. <laughs> because yeah like the mom comes down and she's like got a new toaster or something 
And the dad's like, oh, I was going to fix the old one. And she's like, <clears throat> you were going to do that six months ago, hon. Like, no, she's like, I bought a new toaster a year ago. Yeah. The The other thing to note is he tries to, the dad, like, tries to reach out by saying, like, hey, I invited you to this conference with me. Which, like, <laughs> yeah, like, he thinks that's a nice thing to do, but clearly his, you know, 16-year-old son yeah. isn't going to give a shit about that. The moment where yeah. he tries to connect with the son got me so angry at oh, this yeah, well, dude. Yeah, before we get to that, I just want to touch on the mom again real quick, because again, I kind of like the mom. She's doing her best. Yeah, I didn't even notice the whole yeah. putting microwave food in, in tubs. That's kind of cool. Yeah. I thought those uh, yeah, were leftovers she, until someone pointed out She goes out to, to talk dinners. to the dad who's working on the hypertime watch in his, like, garage lab, and, uh... He finishes just, it. He finishes yeah, he the watch, it. and he just puts it in a box, and he leaves it there in the basement. No, I think she, the watch uh, already worked. It yeah, just, he, he was sent it to... We'll, we'll get into what he was trying to do later, but, like, the mom explains to him, like, listen, maybe he is, like, making mistakes, but, like, that's how you learn. You have to let him make mistakes, and... Stop, like, having fights with him over dumb bullshit. Basically what we were saying. Mm -hmm. yeah. And also her saying, like, he just isn't following, like, the like how you did things. Like, he's right. working. Yeah, like, he's making decent money doing <laughs> what he's doing. Money enough to put a down payment on a car. He's, like, 18 and he can put a down payment on a car all by himself. He's like, doing just fine. Nowadays, an article would be written about this kid. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the other thing is that that the dad does say something which is like a common thing with like over, not overprotective parents. I'm not sure exactly the phrase, but he says like he's got so much potential, but he's like yeah. skating by, which like right. the, you know, I've got a lot of friends who are teachers and I, at this point, all, every single parent is like, my son is a genius. Like, no one right. will believe that their kid is, like, doing their best. Obviously, 50% of all people are below average, y'all. Yeah. Well, that's and, okay. And so, like, now, I will say, does this movie ever, even in the second half, show that Zach is any kind of math genius? No, not really. Well, he's, like, an inventor. We'll see later. Okay. Because yeah. in this half, like... Well, no, he, in this half, we'll see his invention prowess. Okay, because mostly, mostly he seems to play guitar and ride bikes. Well, he's a con artist. He, well, not Connors, but he's like, he's a businessman. He buys cheap things and overprices them. Yeah, sure. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> but uh, the dad says like, okay, you know what? You're right. I'll go in there and try and make up with him before I leave on this business trip. And he just goes in and says, hey, here's my contact info. Bye. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't even, he doesn't apologize or anything. He's just like, yeah, I'll just do it when I get back. Yeah, the kid is moody towards him, but like, the dad's giving him every reason to be. Actually, yeah, and like, yeah. yeah. Sorry, go ahead. He just goes like, hey, here's my itinerary. You want to say anything? <laughs> All right, bye. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're exaggerating, but really not by much, y'all. This kid... This kid sucks, but this dad puts no like, effort in whatsoever. Right, I see where the kid gets it yeah. from. <laughs> yeah, the and kid, yeah. as he, the dad leaves, like, the mom is, like, right there. She's, like, basically, like, giving the look of, like, you're not doing enough. Yes. Yeah. And uh, now he just goes, like, oh, I'll take care of it when I get home. The dad is totally fucking up. I will say, if you handed me a guitar and said, 
Now, act indignant. I couldn't even approach the level at which this this actor, this kid, is just acting like a shit heel while his dad yeah. just stay. Like they both suck. Basically, they right. deserve each other. Essentially, yeah. So hard tone shift from this family yes. fighting. We cut to shady government office somewhere. Yeah, yeah. The old guy from Scrubs is there. Dr. Kelso. Dr. Kelso, yes. Thank you for giving his name for the fifth time I mentioned him. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but, but yeah, so he's like, hey, you need to finish the shit. We're pulling the plug on your project. Well, then we you actually- need to finish. It's just we're pulling the plug because we've decided this is too dangerous of technology. Yeah. We've we just realized that a watch it. that could let someone move at hyperspeed would actually be a bad thing that someone else could potentially get their hands so on. Seems, Whoopsie doodles. It seems like what's happening is the government paid an independent contractor to build it because that's yeah. this guy is like mm-hmm. he's not work, doesn't work for the government <laughs> and they're like right. he works for QT right so they're like well if you actually do this like then we can't guarantee you just won't sell it to someone who will you know use it for for tourism they specifically and this is this yeah. is the most early 2000s this movie gets mm-hmm. yeah. they specifically name drop Saddam Hussein yes as someone who might get the watch and then stick a bomb in like the president's bathtub the or something the thing they say uh-huh. is so they say you would sell it to one of the Saddams yeah yeah yes fuck this movie <laughs> <laughs> And, uh, yeah, this guy is just like, that's horrible. How dare you accuse me of considering selling you out as he's planning to sell them out? Yes. Yeah, he says that, and then he goes to his room where he has a man caged and threatens to murder him if he doesn't do it better. Like, (laughs) how dare you accuse me of wrongdoing? Excuse me? Uh, (laughs) So this is is the darkest this film gets, is everything going on with this guy. I wish I'd leaned in more. So, so, yeah, they go down to this, like, basement facility where they have this giant glass chamber mm-hmm. that just turns everything in it into hypertime. Yeah. And, this is and we, we discover this because it looks like there's nothing in there. Right. But then, like, so how's he doing? And he says, well, he wrote that half an hour ago and scrawled on one of the, like chalkboard things one of the what one of those fucking clear like dry erase boards that they only have in movies i've never yeah. seen them in real life he's just written in red you're killing me yes god that i wish was dark. Movie lived here instead of visiting and uh the guy's just like oh bleh. and then uh the word dirtbag appears which really makes him mad <laughs> Yeah. He's deeply offended that he was called a dirtbag. Yeah, he doesn't like that very much. Also, I like while they're depressurizing the chamber so he can talk to French Stewart, um he's just moving shit around like to show that it is hypertime, but I don't know what mm-hmm. he's doing cuz I like watched it. a chair. I he's living it. in there. Like yeah. so he he actually says that he's been in there in real time for like a week, but for him it's been at least 20 years. And they they put some really bad like age makeup and like gray paint on French Stewart's eyebrows. Honestly, he just looks like 2018 French Stewart. Yeah, and yeah. The, the other thing that's funny about this is they make Franks must have told French like, "Hey, make sure you cut throw a couple dudes in there so that we know <laughs> you're supposed to be young." 
Yeah. Because he says, like, yeah, dude, and stuff like that. And it's real. And man. Yeah. Uh, it's, so you said it's like he's a, it's like he's been in there for 20 years, but it's not. He's aged 20 years. We don't know how long he experienced it, because the whole problem with the hypertime technology right now is that you age disproportionately fast. Yes. So yeah. he's gotten well, 20 years older, is, but yeah. The, the idea is that, like, because you're experiencing the thing in real time... From your perspective, you're just aging relative to however long you're in there. No, see, I think that's not true. I think the case is you actually age even faster than that. But what you're saying makes way more sense. Yeah, and I don't understand why it's not this the movie, case. Because like, here's the thing. Yeah. Th- if they invent a, an, a, a cure for that, that's not them slowing down this uh, additional effect. That's them just, like, straight up reversing the age process as we... Right. S- y- yeah. Yeah. So yeah, so they they during the scene it is revealed that uh Dr. Doppler, French Stewart, gave some info to to Zach's dad, whose name escapes me. I don't know that we get it even actually. Mm-hmm. Um Yeah. And well he mentions like his last name, like my no, he says my professor. Yeah. And and he's and like they're like, Well, how much data did you give him? And it's like, Well, I I sent him one of the watches. Yeah. Now, uh, how, 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 yeah. how, 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 So, A, that, B, uh, like, I like that this, his first, uh, Michael Bean's first thing is like, that's classified. Well, you're going to kill this guy, so I don't know that you really care about, like, the, the law? Like, mm-hmm. why is that your first thing that you went to in terms of, I'm upset at you because you broke protocol, now I'm right. gonna murder you. Like, just <laughs> wait, hold on. <laughs> the fucked yeah. up thing is they don't kill French Stewart. They decide to keep him alive for. I agree. Reasons? It is fucked up. They don't kill French Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I guess I don't understand why they don't. I guess they're just desperate and they like yeah. can't afford to slow down production. And I guess I don't want to put anyone else in the hyper chamber. Well, I guess no one else has the knowledge of French Stewart. Right. Um, the bat now, here's what's fun is we cut from this to the other worst thing in the movie, which is the bullies. Oh, no, wait, I fir- guess first we no, see. No, yeah, we, we got, yeah. yeah, we got a little bit to go yet because the mom is cleaning stuff out to yeah. donate to Goodwill. Mm-hmm. I guess she just dumped the context of contents of that box in here because the watch is in here. Well, so the, the sister was going down the stairs and like bumped into something and it knocked the watch off the shelf and into oh, some okay. other thing. Yeah. I guess that scene just didn't register with me. Yeah, well, it takes, like, two seconds. Sure, sure, sure. But, uh, yeah, Zach sees the watch in there. He's like, oh, I could use a watch and just takes it with him. Yeah. He, he puts it in his pocket, which bothered me for some reason. What? <laughs> Put it on. You've that's never fair. heard of pocket watches before? <laughs> yeah. Yep. Oh, Sorry. no, that's right. He wasn't taking it to wear it. He was taking it to, to sell, sell it. Thing. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. You know, like in the Transformers movie. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so... So, but yeah, now he's at a high school and we meet the bullies. So I wrote down, here come the proud boys. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, these except blood motherfuckers. One, of them is, one of them has white boy dreads. Yeah. Which it, is confusing, because... No, mean, that, no, that yeah, tracks. It tracks. <laughs> the, mm, Fair enough. Zach, you're a wonderful person. You're a good... <laughs> but like, yeah, no, I... Mm, yeah. Fair enough. That's Most fair. of the people I knew uh, who had white boy dreads at, at at my college were just like too stoned to have any kind of opinion on anything. But this is a fair point. Um, 
but yeah, so like they they harass uh, Zach and Meeker, who I, I guess one of them is a DJ. Also, for some reason, they made the choice for the lead bully to be super short in <laughs> casting. I guess they thought that'd be funny. Yeah, I and think they that were is like right. A- yeah. <laughs> But yeah, they are just kind of like trash talking each other, mm-hmm. and then the short bully yeah shakes up a bottle of soda and sprays it all over Meeker, which yeah. is a real dick thing to do. Yeah, yeah, uh huh. It's really shitty, and it's the kind of bullying where like you can't just punch him in the face because it's not like it's not aggro enough to warrant retaliation really it's oh. just shitty as fuck like I, it's not i will say oh no i would have already punched well, him yeah well let me rephrase if you were at school and authorities <laughs> saw you punch someone who sprayed water on you you would be the one who got in trouble is what well, I yeah mean. but in school if you punch them even if they were beating you up and you punch them back that's true because yeah. school's all yeah, fucked because up schools you, are terrible got a good point <laughs> so yeah yeah zero tolerance policy for violence yeah yeah, yeah. So also, I just realized Meeker's wearing a giant candy necklace with a pacifier on the end. Oh, dude. yeah, I saw that too. So we'll talk about this when mm. we get to this scene a little bit more. But this movie doesn't understand why rave culture has the accoutrement <laughs> it does. No, because like, it, it doesn't. You or wear maybe a pacifier so you can put drugs it on it, so that you can the- have the drugs, yeah. and also and, so that you don't bite your tongue. Yeah, so you don't right. bite your. Don't greet, greet your teeth. And, but this movie seems to think it, they just think it looks cool, uh, as right. well as all, like, the glow sticks and shit we'll see later. Yeah, that's- You think oh, I mean, that's they can't actually acknowledge- the It's just E? Yeah, it's just- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yes. Yep. <laughs> He's just got an ecstasy necklace? Yeah. <laughs> uh, also, like, I think they, like, the boys start by, like, go like, oh, it's Rave Boy! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, which yeah. is so- insane because, the again- the, they're, yeah. One of them is a DJ that goes to the rave later. So yeah. Like, yeah. <laughs> they so, call him Freaker? Yeah. yeah he's yeah. he's going to compete in the DJ contest later. We'll get to the DJ contest, but <sighs> because these are two shitty dudes in high school, they go, they they finish bullying the, like, one black kid for miles uh-huh. and immediately make a beeline for the foreign student. Yep. I It really bothered me that the kid was, like, when he is getting when his friend is getting bullied, he's uh-huh. like, oh man, that, I'm sorry, that sucks. But the second they approach the girl, and listen, it's all shitty. Yeah. Yeah. But like, the second they approach the girl, he's like, oh wait, no, I need to fix, I need to stop this injustice and also right. get that pussy. Yeah. <sighs> yes. Everything that he does, it, like, th- what bothers me, I, I agree that, that Francesca's character is the best, however... Mm-hmm. The one problem I have is he doesn't do anything good, and at some point no. she's just like, I guess well, I'll kiss you. Like, y- Yeah, because he has main characterizes, and you right, can't yeah. resist that. Well, because yeah. he has a magic watch. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yeah, right. exactly. Well, so they the bullies go over to Francesca and start hitting on her. And, and then racistly she- hitting on her. Like yeah. I said, they start talking. And like I said, I've been on the other side of this conversation where people are like talking to you in English with an accent and just throwing a Spanish word in there. 
I, mm, mm, yeah, like, mm. but she, uh, she kind of like I was saying earlier, leans harder into her accent, yeah, and says, like, "Oh yeah, America's so scary and confusing." But I'm learning by example, and then she splashes her soda all over the one bully. Yeah, so she takes care of the problem, yeah. and then Zach walks up <laughs> to be a hero so that he can get some, and uh, they fuck and, him. No, up, he which says. Is- um, he says something like, uh, I see a hole in here, or... Uh, make a make, hole for make me. Make a hole says. for me. Yeah. And the bully, yeah. in the very homoerotic piece of text, goes, <laughs> I got a hole for you. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not in that yeah. intonation. That was, me. that was me taking artistic liberties. Right, and shoves him into a trash can. Not like into it, but like he knocks it over and falls... On top of it. And then a teacher yells at them for ruining a trash can. <laughs> and gives like a quick glance at Zach. He's like, ah, you're fine. Anyway, come with me. <laughs> that was a perfectly good trash can. Yeah. Yeah. And then that she's trash like, how, how true life to retirement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and that she's trash can had a family of raccoons like, hey, living inside. I didn't need your help. And he's like, oh, no, I was uh, looking for my friend's retainer in this trash can. Oh, my God. Yeah. Fuck you. Okay. <laughs> he picks sucks. up the trash can, notedly walks away while just leaving a pile of garbage <laughs> next to it. Yeah. Asshole. He was, like, touching yeah, the so, trash. So here's where he starts whittling this girl down. So he's like, hey, so uh, you do anything tonight? Got plans. What about after that? More right. plans. How about that? Even more plans. Dude, take a yeah, note. Any include of your plans me? maybe include me? And she finally relents and gives him a time and an address. If you, goes, okay, I guess everyone does deserve a second chance. If you ask a girl, <laughs> are you doing, would you like to do something? And she says she's busy. And you say, after that, you've already fucked up, A. <laughs> and then if you continue, like, don't, no, she shouldn't be like, oh, yeah, no. here, come to my house. She should be like, fuck off. Yeah. It makes this guy posts, his, posts on our incel. Yeah. Like, yeah. 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 She gives him uh, her address and says, yeah, sure, you can come on over. Just, you know, I, I have to babysit my, my sister. So, like, know yeah. that in advance. Then we cut he to him dances doing away. the bike he, trick no, I, equivalent. We can't skip. He dances away now that he's got her number. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then he, he's doing the bike trick equivalent of clicking his heels. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I realized yep. uh, I only liked this trope when the relationship's queer because I was reading uh, uh, my uh, dragon girlfriend, and when uh-huh. one gives the number to the other, she like jumps happily, and I like that. I didn't like this. <laughs> mm. well, I think it can why. be done great with like characters you like, but mm. yeah. yeah uh, I think this is a moment to like share sympathy or like share a joy with a character. But if I hate this character because he's a creep, I don't like this moment. Speaking of yeah. being a creep, um, the music sting that's next is "Never Let You Go" by Third Eye Blind, and no, I want to point out that they're playing this as like. Oh boy, he's got a date. The first line of it is she's sneaky and smoked out. This song is about him wanting to leave, but unable to leave a girl who won't stop smoking meth. And they were like, that's what we should play right here. Isn't that like what every third eye blinds? Oh yeah, because that dude did a lot of meth. Yeah, you've done the drugs. You are asking all people to listen to the lyrics, which is a lot. <laughs> people still put "Hey Ya" over really happy moments in movies. Yeah, people that's like. true. So I, I, I respect this girl's hustle, 
because she's like, okay, listen, you want to be a part of the plans I had tonight? Well, the plans I had tonight were yard work. Yes, that so is good. get on yeah. some like, gloves yeah, and grab good. a rake, you piece of shit. Right, and it's a gigantic yard mm-hmm. because she lives in a gigantic mansion. Yeah, because, yes. her, like we said, her father's a consul, so that mansion's yeah. owned by the government of Venezuela. Right. Yeah. And so he's like, oh, you're the daughter of a foreign dignitary. That kind of makes you a princess, right? And she's like, I'm, no. I'm doing fucking yard work right she's now. Like, yeah. <laughs> rake, she says, dick. fuck the monarchy and punches him <laughs> in the face. Yeah, but uh, instead of raking leaves, he starts playing with the rake, uh, like balancing it on his palm, and then is like, yeah, anyway, let's not rake the leaves. I got a better idea. And he, what is this thing he's, he's made? He's got a drive mower and a leaf blower. He, <laughs> it's he a leaf takes a tubing and attaches the leaf blower cord to the exhaust on the mower? Yeah, it's... Yeah. It, at this point, like, to show, like, oh, he's, like, inventive, and that he made something right. that makes it better, but he did it. <laughs> no. But also, as you watch him, it is clearly not accomplishing anything. He's, like, blowing her leaves away. Like, all the work <laughs> he's done. He is just we- playing and making a mess while she rakes the leaves. And again, the well, she, again, the thing that he, makes he me says- angry about this script is... She's like, stop that, you silly. And it should be like, fucking stop it, you dipshit. <laughs> well, so the thing is, he starts doing it, and we just he says he has an idea, and then we just kind of cut to him driving around, and the work's done. Yeah, that and probably took we're meant time. And we're meant to assume that he did it, but, like, the mechanics of this make no sense. Right. Like, this is the most nonsensical thing in the movie, and again, this is a movie with a watch that lets you go super fast. <laughs> right. No, the science of the watch that. makes sense, though. Yeah, but uh, one of the trash cans is knocked over, and it's made a big mess, and she's just like, ugh, dang it. Uh, She She thinks the dog keeps doing it. We're going to find out it's a possum. Right, so basically he tells her, oh, I'll take care of this, because she's going to go inside and make them cappuccinos. Uh, And she asks him for the time, and he checks the watch out of his pocket and says, oh, it's 1657, and neither of them know how to read military time. (laughs) Yeah, I think that's supposed to be a weird thing where, like, oh, isn't this watch crazy? It's like, no, that's it's just a 24-hour clock. Yeah, like, that's not that weird. But then she walks away, he puts on the watch, and he, he hits the button, and finally, how far into this movie are we? 28 minutes? 28 minutes. We are yeah, we finally get some clock stopping. Our recording. <laughs> <laughs> we finally, a clock has been stopped. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's trying to, like, adjust it to, like, I guess take it off of military time. Um, but he can't figure it out. Instead, he he hits the hyper time button and uh, does not notice that time is frozen. He walks around to the uh, trash cans and there's just a possum frozen in place on top of them. And that's what's been knocking him over. The mystery is solved. Yeah. And I'll go home. Yep. But so he pokes it with a stick and it just falls over well, like a statue. Uh, and so this he, is, again, part of what they, like- they play fast and loose with, like... Like, you, when you move super fast, you can move shit around, but apparently you can't really do any, like, actual damage. Because this thing's fine. Yeah, he pokes this thing enough to shove it off, like, at the relative speeds, he, that thing just got hit by a train. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't, yeah. Ashley, it doesn't react that way. You were pointing out his, you are going to point out his dumb, like, fake karate stuff. Oh, it's so bad. Yeah. Uh, it was really bad, and the music gets close, but doesn't go all the way to doing the, like... Racist Japanese music. 
Yeah. Oh, sure. Uh, yeah, it gets there, or it gets close, yeah. but not quite. But he, yeah. so here's the thing. He decides, even even within what he thinks is going on, where he's got a dead possum, right. he still he decides he to like, bring it inside to show it to her. Right. Yeah. In his mind, he's brought a possum carcass into this kitchen. <laughs> like no, even, no, even if this okay. wasn't a clock stopping situation, this like, is a bad uh, idea. I, I would like to point out that I am very stupid, but I've still heard yeah. the phrase playing possum and <laughs> and know that occasionally possums <laughs> might pretend to be dead, but not really be dead. Right. So <laughs> it's like the one thing they're known for. Well, okay, they're known for two things. One, pretending to be dead. Two, carrying a shitload of kids on their back. They're, That's it. Yeah. Excuse me. They're also known for having an immunity to rabies and yeah. for having immunity to most poisons from uh, snakes. Ooh. That's true. Uh, uh, but yeah, so he brings it in and then- This is an educational podcast. Put Luke, put this yeah. under educational. Awesome yeah. facts. <laughs> it's not yeah. like I just listened to an episode of Friends at the Table where they talked about possums. <laughs> But uh, yeah, the the hyper time stops and the possum just starts squealing because in its in the possum's mind, it just <laughs> got like sent flying off of a trash can and has flown through the air into this kitchen <laughs> at hyper speed. Yeah. The possum, as, as far is, as it uh, can tell, it teleported, and you try explaining that to a possum. Yeah, legitimately yeah. freaked out. So it freaks out, and then Francesca freaks out. She grabs like the um, like a uh, like a spray hose off the sink mm-hmm. to like chase it out, and she's like, "What the hell is wrong with you? Why'd you bring a possum into my house?" A fair point. Yeah. <laughs> and she's like, "It's been like two minutes." He's like, "What? I was out there for like half an hour." Okay, what like, were you doing what? for a half an hour? <laughs> I guess he was bagging up the leaves. Yeah, they did show him guess, like, yeah. putting all the leaves in bags okay. and stuff. That might have taken a little yeah. bit. Yeah. Like, he finished the work, but from her perspective, it's been just a few moments. Right. And she's like, but, but wait, you're mad at me? But we were going to go swimming. Yeah. And understandably, she's fucking pissed. Yeah. She's like, swimming? I'll give you swimming. And she goes to spray him with the hose. And I guess reflectively, he covers his face with his arms and hits the button again. Right. And he summons the power of his stand, the world. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Uh, the yeah. clock stops. She is just frozen in place. There's just a jet of water coming out of the hose as he, like, steps around it. And you know what? This movie's not going to get credit for much. I'll say this looks better than I thought it would. Yeah, yeah. That, that was kind of my thought, is that this does... It looks better than you would think. This looks they okay. Put, I thought They that put too. a lot of effort into the clock-stopping effect, and I have a feeling that that's why it takes us so long to get any of it. Yeah. Because yeah. they could only afford looked, to do it so many times. I thought that looked pretty neat, and then... Something happened that made me made my skin attempt to crawl off of my body and run away. Uh-huh, which, uh-huh. which is that he leans in really close to her ear oh, really while, while she's completely frozen and goes, "You have nice skin." <laughs> That's the line. That's the line. Our hero. Uh-huh. At this point, I realized that half my notes were a variation of "I hate this kid." Fuck this dude. I hate this guy. <laughs> Yeah, uh-huh. And then this he looks sucks. dead at the camera and says, this is weird. He breaks the fourth wall. Well, see, as a Zach with time-stopping powers, he does uh-huh, have please. to talk to the camera. That's how it works. Yeah, okay. Wait, what other Zach with time-stopping powers are you saved by the bell? Saved by the bell. Oh, oh I thought okay. you were talking about yourself. No, I don't have <laughs> time-stopping powers. Are you sure? I think that's the only reason you're still alive today. 
<laughs> no, you, you, he has those powers, but they're fueled by water, so mm, he, he can't yeah, use I've it. Yeah, I've never been able to activate them. <laughs> but the, the hyper time wears off again, and she freaks out because he teleported next to her. Yeah. Once and again, uh, decides fair. it's time for him to leave. There is a different version of this movie from her perspective for the most of this yeah. that is a horror movie. Yeah. Yeah. And he's like, he's trying to get us. I was like, wait, listen, no, there's something weird going on. He's like, yeah, it's right. There is something you. weird going on. It's fucking you, you fucking weirdo. And just as she's about to throw him out the door, he hits the watch again. But this time she's holding his shoulder. So she clock stops too. We should say too, when the clock stop happens, they do this effect where like the camera spins around them, but it like doesn't like it's overexposed so all the frames like overlap each other so it's just a weird skin colored donut in the middle of the screen and then oh, yeah. it flashes in oh, the end. boy that's it's a so they don't have I to didn't want to hear ever <laughs> uh we keep saying clock stop and clock stopper and it's just making me think about the superhero clock stopper who can uh-huh. who has the power to stop any objects in time uh, including people, and when he yeah. stops people, they become like protected and frozen and cannot be touched. But he can also stop like a long string, and then if someone runs at it, they get cut in half. Oh jeez! Uh, I've oh, said geez. before, Worm has a lot of problems, and I've said before, Luke, you would like Worm. <laughs> yeah, that sounds like something I'd probably like. So. so- so th- I, I will say the reason they do that effect, um, and I'm sure of this, is that it would be really hard for them to d- – I again, I'd imagine these clock-stopping scenes take a lot for them to set up. They have to get someone to stand still. Yeah. they got to CGI a bunch of shit. I'd imagine they, they don't want to have to go directly mm-hmm. from a regular time shot into a clock-stop shot, so they have yeah, that weird sure. whoosh, whoosh effect. Yeah. Um, but yeah, now they're – she's out in, like, I guess her other backyard that had the pool – yeah, it's, she's got uh, everything. It's a big mansion. Yeah. yeah, I think that was her front yard before because there was a swing. Oh, maybe. And like there's but a, uh, there's like a pool guy uh, scooping leaves out of the pool. Her like brother's playing in a sprinkler, uh, but it's all frozen. He's on a skateboard, which is going to be relevant. Oh, right. Yes, yes, yes. And so yeah, they going. they mess with a bee. And yeah, they, because they see that, like, oh, time isn't frozen, it's just moving really slow, because you can see the bee's wings flapping a little. Yeah, and so he says, wait a minute, I'm moving really fast, and everything else seems to be moving slow. This must be the thing my dad talked about. And he exposits uh, at at Francesca, and she's just like, okay, cool, I don't really know what you're talking about, but alright, I'm gonna go mess with these uh, suspended in midair water droplets for I'm a while. I'm gonna go spend yeah, some of the effects budget. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, on probably the worst looking part of all yeah, of this, where she's moving water droplets around. Um, yeah, this the, should be the most like amazing magical shot in the film, but it's just it's like, man, you can see the computers. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The thing with the bee weirded me out because they like you could see that the bee. It may just be like CG stuff. Like the bee is like hovering above his hand the entire time. Yeah, which like. I feel like implies the bee is like kind of enough to like no I'm not gonna touch this dude. <laughs> like yeah yeah good yeah. call the bees part for some reason I mean, like, but, so but I'm like sorry. that it is moving fast enough so that it can like outrun his very fast hand. Yeah right uh huh yeah apparently it's bees super are supersonic yeah. yeah yeah so she's like wait a minute why am I clock stopped and my brother isn't and he goes I don't know why don't I find out and 
He unclock stops for a moment, but his brother, who's her brother, who's still on the skateboard, almost runs in, runs into him, and he instinctively like hits the button again. And yeah. she's like, "Oh, hey, about time!" And he's like, "Oh shit, did I leave you in in hyper time?" And she's like, "Yeah." Yeah, and now she's like upstairs, like on a balcony. Like, yeah, how much? How long was she trapped in this? It's I been was twenty years. <laughs> I was hoping that this. I wrote, "Oh, is this movie going to deal with time abandonment?" Because that would, yeah, no. You know what? This movie might win me over. Nope, it gets mentioned once, never gets brought up again. Right. Yeah, I, I, I fully expected for him to like activate it again, and her for her to be like, "Don't you fucking do that again." It's been two. Holy weeks. shit! I thought I was trapped. Yeah, like that. Like one of the bad guys at least should have been like defeated by like trapping them in hyper. Time it's like or the easy. It happens in the movie, and then they're like, hey. "Yeah, that's the thing is, I, if I, he had I, never pushed that button again, she'd just be invisible forever, right? Yeah, like, right. Yeah, yes. you could yeah. still like touch stuff, but right. she could probably have tried to get his attention. And but call she for would help be stuck in not maybe not that moment, but like for her whole life, she would have been stuck in the next ten minutes. She would have yeah, so, been trapped in an, like, she would have been a ghost for the rest of her life. Yeah. Now, yes. if this, if this oh, was geez. a better movie, uh-huh. if this was a better movie, how I would have ended it is ultimately the bad guy gets trapped in the chamber that French Stewart was in. Yes. Yeah. And the good guys lock him in there and just activate it. And you just watch him, like, turn into a blur and then turn to ash. I honestly, yeah. mm. Once again, that's a thing that happens in Warm. Uh, <laughs> there's a bad guy who has the power to create fields of time, and superheroes are fighting him, and he just creates one, and you can see them live their whole lives and die in there. Jeez. There's an episode of Justice League where I think it's like a nightmare scenario, because it's like a Nightmare on Elm Street type thing, mm-hmm. where the Flash is trapped in like everyone's frozen in time, and he's slowly going mm-hmm. insane. I, I was gonna say, speed the Speed Force like is kind of this also. So yeah, but we go from this scene to um, I guess she's forgotten that he had pissed her off, like because Magic Watch. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I, I think that's fair. Yeah, that's fair. And then uh. Blink 182's first date starts playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, because they're, they're going to go raise some ruckus. I was going to say, this and magic then they watch. go almost kill a bunch of people. The, I like that the, one of the lines they play is "Let's let's make this last forever." So yeah, that is cute. Yeah, yeah. that yeah. that's pretty good. They go out to like the town square where just everyone's just trying to have a nice day, mm-hmm. and these two asshole <laughs> kids freeze time. And so good. They fuck with two people who I feel deserve it and two who don't. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the they start off do- on a, a uh, like meter maid parking cop who is writing uh, a ticket on some car. Where the Francesca- meter hasn't expired yet. Right, and Francesca recognizes, oh, this lady's always writing me parking tickets even when I shouldn't get them. And uh, yeah, so they decide to mess with and this like, cop. They- what they do to her is like minor. Yeah, well, it's so not they, that bad. They move her car so that she, so that it's she's putting it on her own car. Mm-hmm. I, I thought they that they moved dog her. That, they see that seems more. Yeah, I think yeah, they, they moved, moved her. her. One or the other, but yeah, they also move a dog who they see peeing on a tree into the driver's seat of her car, so it's going to pee all over her car. Yeah, uh, you know they, what? They find so the far, bullies so far in that one. I'm like, yeah, sure. That's, Fuck that's the bullies. Sure. Yeah, yeah ACAB. They find the bullies doing crimes. All clock stoppers are bastards. <laughs> yes. God. A sun clock stopper at work. 
so so they find the bullies doing crimes. One of them's doing graffiti, and this guy just kind of takes a pocket watch and stabs another side of the aerosol can so that when they unclock stop, it'll spray him in the face. I don't think these are the same bullies from earlier. I'm pretty sure they are. No, no they're, they're definitely not. They're definitely yeah. they're different bullies. Yeah, because we're gonna yeah. see them in a little bit. It's just someone else. Yeah. Well, yeah, so, so the the, uh, the other guy, guy has a yeah. nose ring and is stealing uh, Meeker's bike. Yes, mm-hmm. and so they're like, "Okay, we're we're gonna tangle this guy's nose ring around one of the bike spokes." Yeah, they like hook his nose ring around okay. the what? So I don't think that the sprite paint dude uh, he doesn't deserve that. No, no. Okay, I thought I thought he did because again I thought it was the recurring bullies. I got so you. Yeah. I, I I retract that. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, no, it's just a dude doing see, a, a graffiti. But the the guy who is stealing the bike. He is an asshole. I feel like that is a horrific thing. Yeah. Yeah, because yeah, cause he's probably going to rip his nose open, which is uh, fucked. <laughs> That's no or, like, Or he... It's bad. It's... I, I get mean, it. also, like, how... Like, yeah, that's a good question. I guess they took the nose ring out and then bent him down and put it back in around the That's thing, a lot right? of work, yeah. yeah. Do they that have, a like, lot of work, superpower? But... Because, like, either A, this is no big deal, he can just take his nose ring off, or B, oh, yeah. they have super strength and they bent something to yeah. the other? Or... No, you can... That's a good point. You can take you can take nose rings off. So he's right, fine. Why does he just he's take good. it off? I, I think it's so just at just a weird down. angle. Yeah, yeah and fair. also freaked out. Yeah. So the thing, the big one they do that's like this guy really didn't deserve it. They see someone driving the car that Zach wanted to buy. Like I guess he's taking it for a test drive. Yeah, because yeah, he says the the there. dealer is is in the passenger seat. And they're like, oh, we were gonna what blood? That was my car. Yeah, this guy said he'd keep it for me for a day. So <laughs> Francesca takes out her lipstick and says, "Well, let's fix this. Why don't we?" And we don't see what happens yet, because now they're going to start time again. Uh, we get a Star Trek reference. Riker couldn't help himself. Yeah. Had to fit one of those in there. Yeah. Uh, this happens every time Riker directs an episode of Leverage, by the way. Wait, seriously? Okay. Yeah, so what? here's the I, thing is, I was willing to say it was just part of the script, but if that's an everything listen, he does. I don't know if like the writers are like, oh, no, let's be fun. We know Riker's uh, Riker. <laughs> we know Frakes is uh, directing this one. But like every episode he has directed what? Leverage has uh, a character named after something for Star Trek or a line for Star Trek or a guest actor who wasn't Star Trek. Like it all has Star Trek connections. Yeah, I mean, one of this one is it, like, why not? Zach says, like, hey, you want to go back to normal? And Francesca goes, make it so, number one. Yeah. And she's, Which is like, an extremely we... specific Riker mm-hmm. reference. Yeah, yeah uh-huh. Um, yeah, it... God, man, just let it go. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Uh, so, they push the button, and the car... Okay, she wrote sold on the hood with lipstick. That's fine. Yeah. What's yeah, not fine yeah. is they popped the hood in the trunk while the car was driving. Yes. Which is hell What's really of scary dangerous. is this car, as it loses control, almost hits the spray paint guy who's freaking out and running around in the street. Yeah. So they, though that car crashed, right? Those two yeah. people died. Yeah. They didn't. Maybe didn't die, but definitely went to the hospital. <laughs> like the clock stoppers have murdered two people. And Mass- that's not murder. Like, murder. 
this guy didn't save the car for me is not a problem. Like, that's yeah. fine. That's just, and this yeah. guy is just it's driving like you, it. You have it's a magic watch. <laughs> that's worth being grumpy about. Yeah. Yeah. But also, the guy he sold the car to, no responsibility. Yeah. 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 I mean, but zero so, wrong. So the so the clock stoppers, uh, they bike away from all of this Are carnage the that they've caused. Are the clock stoppers the bad guys in this movie? And we just, I just got confused. Yeah, am I supposed yeah. to be cheering for for the guy from uh, Grace Anatomy? Yeah, apparently. Yeah, sure, uh-huh. probably. I- I'm cheering but for so Doctor Kelso. This is too dangerous. No one should have this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We should all listen so to Kelso. we we. We cut to the most um, iconic scene in the movie, the only yeah. scene that anyone bothered to lo- upload onto YouTube from what I saw. Yeah. Uh, uh, the no, DJ I, competition. I also saw the scene we just talked about, so... Yeah, I think those two are kind of the scenes this, from the movie. Back, this is where... These are, like, cool things you could do if you could stop time. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. So here's the thing about this scene. Again, either Meeker and... um. Zach are the only people here not on drugs, or <laughs> Riker again just really doesn't understand like what Riker. all this stuff is for. Because right. I don't think it's that he doesn't understand. I think it's that he can't acknowledge it. Yeah, right. Because yeah. it's a also kids that. movie. Um, it's a Nickelodeon movie. <laughs> yeah. I. But so it's I, it's time for this contest. And I need to state mm-hmm. that one of the first DJs we see is DJ Swamp. Yes. <laughs> Which is maybe the worst DJ name. It's the not a bad one. good name. That's for sure. Oh, I thought you were saying that that was like an actual, like <laughs> a cameo from someone named DJ Swamp. That That's a name I should recognize. No, 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 no. 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 Uh, there's a, a local DJ, radio DJ for the college station that has maybe the best DJ name. Uh, he is DJ Fussy Slippers. That's pretty <laughs> yeah, good. That's pretty good. I enjoy that's that. That's pretty good. Um, so, yeah, it's, so it's time for the DJ fight, and um, so we'll get to the, just to, just to fast forward through the not interesting bit. Okay, just one thing. All yeah. of these DJs sound the same. The That's music so is the yep. same for every single one of them. Why are they cheering sometimes and booing another? It's the same fucking thing. Exactly. That's yeah, what I was scratching say. competition, I don't basically. No. Sorry. Enough about like DJing to know when someone is doing well or not, but I think it's pretty obvious now, Meeker's doing a bad job. It is obvious, and we'll get to that. Yeah, but like well, I don't, I don't want to dismiss the art form because no. I, I feel like that would probably be shitty. But yeah, oh, like sure. just like none of us really know. Uh, speak can't for tell yourself, good DJ yeah, bad DJ. Speak for yourself. I DJ. Okay. Uh, so. <laughs> Okay. The basic gist of it is <laughs> is uh, Meeker is going up against the bully. That's the basic gist of it. And so what happens is the bully starts doing a good job at DJing. At least the yeah. crowd's loving him. And Meeker does a comically awful job. He has Meeker no looks rhythm. Like he's he- never been near a turntable mm-hmm. before. Yeah. Well, I you see, I knew that D- uh, Meeker would not be a good DJ when. His scratching noise was bicka bicka. <laughs> That's not what a DJ. It's wicka wicka. That's it. Yeah. No, you don't. It's not bicka bicka. <laughs> also, there's like mm, DJing is a whole thing where you have different different tracks and different tempos, and you're mixing them, and you're moving them, and you're adding effects. Uh, mm-hmm. Scratching is like 
one thing you can do that I guess it was popular back in the day, not a DJ scratch. Anyways, it, all they're doing is scratching. They're not changing yes. the tempo. They're not adding well, no, I different will say, um, The bully actually is. He fiddles okay. with the controls on the board a little bit. Like he he is doing some samples and bringing some stuff in. Mostly everyone else is just scratching. Yeah. This is yeah. definitely DJing written by out-of-touch white people. Yeah. yeah. DJs whose only DJ they've seen before is DJ Jesse Jeff and the French Prince of Belair. Right. Yes. So yeah, Mikrud is doing a terrible job. The bully like cuts in and does another round and the crowd's loving him. Mm-hmm. Um and uh Francesca and Zach in the audience are like, I can't watch this anymore, and they go into hypertime. I think it's actually Francesca's idea to, yeah. to activate yeah. hypertime and do something. The watch. I yeah. I would have loved if cause it's such like a busy, like, you know, DJ scene if they had done like a thing where someone was accidentally touching them. Mm-hmm. It's like, wait, hold on. <laughs> Yeah, what's well, going there's on? A, there's an you. extra in the crowd, a, a girl with blue hair, which honestly goals. What if they just brought her in, make her part yeah. of the plot? Uh, yeah, I, I. This is the part where they should be killing Mika. Uh huh. This should, is yes, the part Mika where should d- be dying here. Yeah. There's no <laughs> consistency He's, about what's going on. Every He's time invisible. they move him, they you should just hear. <laughs> yes. His body like, should be torn apart by, like, if it was some ancient being. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they're not moving super fast. They're just invisible. Like, at this point, right. they're just invisible. Yeah. And it, it's actually weird because, like, because they're constantly, they're not grabbing Meeker, adjusting him, and backing him away. They're constantly next to him. No matter how fast they're moving, they should they should just be blurs. You should be able to see them. Mm-hmm. Right. Also, why I, I isn't buy he yelling? yelling? They're so fast that you can't see why them. Why isn't yet, he like, yelling like, oh, God, my body, my legs are broken. <laughs> oh, God, my bones. <laughs> well, even then, like, why is he not, like, going why like... Why is he not freaked out by the he, fact that his body is moving on its he's own? He's not yes. reacting. Yeah. Also, like, we see him move, and he's not moving fast. <laughs> I'm sorry, I just noticed that before also, this, this starts, when he's still fucking up, the subtitles just say, mixing poorly. Which <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, and so there's there's a bit where like the the bully DJ like does some tricks, but like puts his arm under his leg and does a little bit of dancing and working the crowd. And Meeker tries to do that, and it doesn't really work. And but like the first thing the clock stoppers do when they start helping him is they push him away from the turntables altogether and just have him do some crazy dancing. Yeah, because yeah. that's DJing. Yep. Uh huh. Yeah, it's he decides to start breaking because he did such bad DJ. Yeah, and emphasis on breaking in all of his votes. <laughs> yeah, and, yeah. And also, yeah. the I crowd agrees. They start cheering him, even though he hasn't. Th- he's like, "No, yeah, we like this DJ now because he's break yeah. dancing." <laughs> Although, well, to be fair, if what he does later, where he does a handstand while scratching, uh, I probably I mean, yes. would go crazy for that. Yeah, breaking, so sure. breaking too in all your bones. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking three, excuse you. Breaking two is like yeah. uh, uh, so he does like an infinite tuple flip onto mm-hmm. the turntable, and yeah. that's the one part where he does go super fast. Oh and god, it should just be projectile vomiting everywhere. Yeah, yeah. Is- I love that they keep they keep cutting back to him dancing like in real time. Yeah, and in the same sense that I suspect that like the main actor was cast for being able to do bike stunts, or at least looking enough like the stunt actor mm-hmm. who could do bike st- bike stunts. 
I suspect this actor was also cast for his capacity to do the wacky dance moves Actually, in this. What, what if this movie, but instead of the DJ scene, they go to a professional wrestling match? <gasps> and it's oh, just like great. infinite that'd 450. <laughs> a 1080. Yeah. <laughs> it's, uh, it's just like, oh, it's it's constant uh, moonsaults from balconies over and over again. <laughs> now, now, I would love that. The clock stoppers turn around a squash match. Yeah. yeah. Now, what would have been good is if he... If he was doing the, like the kind of like robot, like very slow motion dance that kind of looks unnatural, but is like part of that style to kind of sell the thing, mm-hmm. like someone else is moving him in kind of a way that isn't right. supposed to, right. but that is put too much work for this movie. Mostly, it just looks yeah. like they're dancing weird. There are a couple moments. Oh, oh, also, they make the bad guy dance shitty. By, and by yeah, shitty, and also I mean, he, he they make him do ballet. He actually looks like he ought to. He looks terrified. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he looks yeah like he should. Your body, you're not in control. You know how fucking terrifying that is. <laughs> not being in control of your body. Yeah, like the yeah. guy talks about it later, but he's just like, yeah, I knew it wasn't me, like moving my body, but it was cool. Yeah, he's like right. smiling the whole way. Oh, maybe he thought it was the drugs. Maybe he just thought maybe it was they the are drugs. drugs. Mm. <laughs> like, right before, like, that scene starts, he was like, man, I was super fucking high. I don't remember <laughs> shit. Why do you think I was DJing so badly? I got super high. Yeah, like the, the, the coup de grace on the bully is they make him, like, they pick him up and spin him around, and the audience sees him levitate and just <laughs> uh-huh. spin all That's fast. what I was going to say, is there's basically two shots where someone becomes a blur in the air, yeah. and no one seems to think that's weird. Why aren't everyone everyone has got to be high, like you're saying. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there's also a part now, where I wanted to I point want out. The, I want sorry. that moment where, you know, like that's always in comedy movies where someone like goes like, uh, like looks at the bottle when something weird happens yeah. and like throws <laughs> oh, it away. Sure. Someone should just, like, look at the pacifier and, like, throw it over their shoulder. <laughs> yes. Yeah. There, there is a part with Meeker I wanted to point out really quickly where he is handstanding on the turntable and his shirt falls down that I was like, oh, my God, his abs. Uh-huh. Holy shit. He's got some abs. It's <laughs> a yeah. Billy moment. Uh, do you think oh. that Meeker eventually becomes Meek Mills? Yes. yes. That's, yep, exactly. Clock Stoppers is the origin story for Meek Mills? <laughs> yep. Yes. Yep, that's where it and came that, from. That bully, his name was I forgot the name of the guy who did Thrift Shop. Macklemore. Macklemore, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Um and yeah, I mean I guess that's pretty much it, right? And then you Right, because it, it cuts to them in the car in Francesca's car afterwards and mm-hmm. and Meeker is just like he's like, Oh man, that watch is crazy, guys. There, sorry, there they explain the magic shot. watch to the best friend off screen. Yeah. There, real quick, there is one shot, like it's like the last shot where he's doing a head spin on the record. And yeah. bef- they when they show uh uh, Zach and Francesca doing it to him. He just has like they're turning him around, and he has this huge smile that did make me laugh really hard. It's a very <laughs> funny visual gag. Um, sure, but then yes, yeah. Sorry, that's it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, so now he's got a bunch of ideas for fun hyper time prank. Then there's like, nah, we kind of already did that today. <laughs> yeah, he, he really. <laughs> yeah, we had all that fun without you. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> We, Actually, that's the thing. Meeker never gets to do any cool time shit. No, 
know. He's basically done with the movie. We basically, we did attach you your bike to someone else. Meeker wants also, like, he wants to go to Vegas and, like, abuse the powers to get rich, which sucks, but honestly is not any shittier than... Or slightly less it, shitty than what they've already done. So stealing from it, casinos is all right. Yeah. Also, yeah. you know what? A better movie. Yes. Mm-hmm. Agreed. Now you see me, clock stoppers. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Someone so, write that fan fiction, please. I'm, I'm still mad that the sequel to that movie wasn't called. No, now you don't. Called. Why isn't it called? Now you don't. Yeah. Well, because because if you tell someone, "Oh, you want to go see Now You Don't?" They're like, "What the fuck?" It'd is be that? awesome. No, yes. <laughs> no, you you say it's it's, it's the subtitle. Yeah. Now you now see me. Now, now, now you see me. Now you, now you don't. don't. Then, yeah. yeah, that's different. I did not see that movie. I did see Now You See Me, which I didn't think was that good. Yeah. And the ending makes no anyway. Another day. The ending makes <laughs> no sense. real magic, and that's dumb. And like the FBI agent was a magician the whole time. He was the secret magician that pulled all the strings. That makes no sense. Like, it, like the idea of magicians doing a heist movie sounds yeah. great. But then it's but then it's just like real magic and sorcery that they're using. It's like, well, that's dumb. Yeah. Also, they just they replace the the one female magician from the first movie to the second. Oh, that sucks. Uh, what's the problem, Luke? Did you not like the prestige? <laughs> <laughs> you see, they they they, thought, they gave you something and you thought you knew, but then uh-huh. you did it. I got it. The uh-huh. prestige is all right. <laughs> yeah, I love it. The that prestige movie. is okay. Yeah. So that 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 is a movie where, like, it being real magic is way better, actually. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, that's the thing about movie. Can we talk about the prestige now? I'm no. <laughs> nope, still gotta talk clock stoppers. It's the only time where Nikola Tesla was in something where I didn't go, God damn it, nerd fan service, and actually liked it. There you go. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I like so, all yeah. the cats. So the reason Zach doesn't want to do any more cool clock stopper shit is not like, we shouldn't abuse this, or it's mm-hmm. just... My dad will ground me. You have a magic watch. <laughs> yeah, you you literally have all the time in the world. Yes. Yeah. Also, how is your dad going to stop you? You have a magic watch. Yeah. <laughs> I'm the dad now. I've got a watch. <laughs> that's, that's, call My me watch daddy. Uh, mm. What? What? Mm. Nothing. Zach, those are three so words anyway. I hoped I would never hear you say. <laughs> so well... Anyway. Hey, thanks y'all for listening. See you next week. Uh, the, there's no, a- Frankie. We've we've got like three minutes left to cover. Yeah, yeah we're we, almost we got done. a little bit more. I, I already tapped out. I haven't while, watched <laughs> anymore. While they are dropping Meeker off, they okay, do a no, visual gag of Zach closing the window on him so that he can't yeah. talk to him anymore. Mm-hmm. Except it's a convertible, so it makes no fucking mm-hmm. sense. Well, he's, like, leaning his head on the, like, door, and then he starts pushing the window up to, like, dig into his neck. Yeah. Oh, also, just very quick, because this has got to be my little corner. Uh, yeah. the, one of the things that Meeker says is that they should dress up the gym teacher, teacher like he's Britney Spears. <sighs> yeah. Yes. Yes. Yep. That's, yeah. Got... It's a kids movie. Gotta yeah. get that transphobia. You just in. gotta have your. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Fuck you gotta. And it also that. occurs a bit later, earlier, when one of the boys calls the main dude Zach, like, "Oh, and you're like girlfriend here." Oh yeah, yeah, he, uh, yeah. That he, does yeah, happen. He, it, it's all concentrated too into this like ninety. I mean, I don't know if there's any later, but in this first half, remember. it's all shoved into like forty five <laughs> seconds of suck. Pepper, so, I yeah. know so, Tim Toby is bad. Come down. We 
the last we ever see of Meeker, to my knowledge, is they're driving away, and as one last goof... Wait, wait, before that, uh, this is when I remembered his name was One Take Frakes. They do a fist bump that misses, and that's the take <laughs> they went with. <laughs> Honestly, that, that feels more natural to me. I kind of like that. But so we do get one last goof where they start to drive away after they've dropped Meeker off, but then they stop, and then they use the watch to pull his pants down, and, and yeah. then they drive away. This is and where I tap out. Like, oh, come on, man. You can't do that <laughs> shit with your superpowers. I'm going to call the super friends. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, Meeker correctly recognizes that Zack is turning into a supervillain. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> Slowly but surely. Also, at one point... Uh, Zach does go like, oh, with great responsibility come, you know, like, with great power comes great responsibility. That's what my dad would say. I'm like, no, that's not. <laughs> right. Your dad's Peter Parker? Yeah, are they, they dad's Uncle to... Ben. Are they trying to oh, yeah. say that his dad is a comic nerd and it quotes that, or is, are they just trying to steal, like, the most well-known <laughs> thing in all no, of I comics? Think, I think he is phrasing what his dad would say as a Spider-Man. Okay, reference. got it. Okay. <laughs> For a second, I thought that Frakes was just like, nobody will notice if we just we just take that, right? No, like, it's 2002. Everyone could quote every <laughs> Spider-Man line yeah. from heart. Okay. Like, <laughs> like, my dad used to say, uh, the, sorry, car outside. Uh, like my dad used to say, oh, "Fuck, I forgot the quote." Never mind, ignore me. <laughs> like my dad used to say, Let my the favorite comic book quote you. is, yes. "Sorry, car outside." I want to do the Star Trek one. Uh, the wills of the many, something. The needs of the, 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 the many outweigh the needs of the few. Yeah, yeah. That's the joke I was going to do. I'm funny, y'all. Yes. Or, <laughs> like my dad used to say, beam me up, Scotty. Just like a completely yeah. unrelated one that doesn't make any sense. Because that's what they basically did already. Yeah. Um. So they get back to Francesca's house because she was driving and he's going to have to bike home and she drops him off. Right. There's another needle like, drop oh. that's like a cover of Abracadabra. Oh, jeez. I didn't notice that one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But she's just like, yeah, I need to be home by midnight. And he's like, well, what? No, we got all the time in the world. I got a magic watch. And she's just like, what? You think you're going to earn a good night kiss just because you got a magic watch? <laughs> and he's like, well, yeah, I did kind of think that. And she's like, don't worry. You don't need the watch. Because like, you're a protagonist well, and we're at the halfway point of the movie. So quality, so. Yeah, yeah. I, which the whole time I was thinking, yes, that's exactly what happens. <laughs> right. Uh, sorry, there's a car hanging in the background. I don't know if you can hear. No, there's you're fine. Going no, the clock stoppers are come to get me. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh, like, no. yeah, now you have returned home and you find that the scary government men are there. Yeah. Right, yeah, so he is. he's just super excited. This has been just the perfect day. He's biking home. He's doing some even more high-level bike tricks. He's doing, like, a handstand it's, on the handlebars. I'm surprised he's just clock-stopping like, to... to, to to whiz by the cars and to bicycle over some standing water in a yeah. fucking uh, uh-huh. pond or a fountain or whatever. A grand old time. Every, what could possibly go wrong with today? And then as he gets home, he sees some flashlights waving around inside his house as though there's some kind of burglar. Some oh, burgling. No. What? What? And what? he's clock stopped. So why are the burglars moving? Yeah, that's true. What will our intrepid hero find when he goes into his home? Will that I baseball love that- bat he picks up help at all? 
Why is the- that girl talking to him still? <laughs> yeah. These I, are I, questions we'll find the answer to next week. Oh, no, I, I love so much more of this movie than I needed to. <laughs> the actual, the Which actual is to say interesting, the actual interesting plot stuff drops it exactly halfway through the movie. Yeah. Oh, listen, I'll tell you what. Not that interesting. <laughs> no, not really. Yep, that's pretty much it. Uh, interesting yeah. is relative in this case. Everything we've done up until this point has just been farting around. Yeah, 100%. But that's like, that's what you would want out of this movie, honestly. Like I said, I think this is the better half that we covered. Sure. Not that it was good, but that it was <laughs> better. I didn't even last till the end of it, so. The, <laughs> talking Luke, you told us that the it. rest of the movie is less interesting, and I'm just like, I can't fathom that. Mm-hmm. I can't fathom this movie getting more boring. <laughs> Talking about it with you all was fun because we got to, you know, point out all the dumb shit. But like, yeah, it's not very interesting in in terms of like it's just an incredibly bog standard plot and like Yeah. Yeah. It, it's just yeah. It's, I yeah. know that this is a weird thing to drop at the end of the first of the two episodes we're doing for this. I know there are a lot of folks who listen to the show who like to watch whatever we discuss before they listen to the episode. This one, it's absolutely not worth it. <laughs> yeah, tell them that Just at the don't. end. And listen, and listen, there's there's been plenty of – and again – we I've watched some absolute dog shit for this podcast. Right. All kinds of just really, really crappy 90s kids media. And I usually have fun doing it. This is the most miserable of a time I've had <laughs> watching something for this podcast full stop. I, I liked this movie so much as a I kid. I bet if you watch this with friends in the room, it could be fun. But maybe. Yeah. I, I can't. I, I can't the imagine is, finishing I, this movie. I I feel like if this movie did come out when I was ten, I would have loved it. Yeah. The problem is it came out when I was like seventeen. That's the right. thing is I really like to go back to something I said at the very beginning of this. I really genuinely think if I saw this when I was twelve, I would have been fine with this protagonist because I, yes. I not only was I younger, but like I just don't think I would have understood like. All of the things he's doing suck. <laughs> and, oh, yeah. yeah. As someone that watched this movie when he was 12, yeah, he's a cool kid who knows a bunch of cool bike tricks and makes money on eBay. Right. That's so cool. Yeah. Um. So there you go. He sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, I will say, Miku does have one more scene in the second half, which we'll cover in depth, but it involves him... Um, Rubbing his finger all over like a female model in a magazine. Yeah, I, I, I that that is where I checked out. <laughs> Ashley was like, because he, he goes, oh, I've been missing you, my fritties. and I was like, oh boy, need don't, to turn this off. Don't yeah. talk to your sexy magazine. That's not a good <laughs> yeah. thing to do. Uh, also, this movie starts getting horny in the second half. I'll say that. Great. I'm hoping I hope the guests in the next one have a wonderful time. <laughs> Did you want to see Francesca wearing only a bra? No, good news. No, no. I do, no, I do not. Oh, well then I've got bad news. <laughs> oh well, boy, I'm never going to. So, <laughs> Luke, I like how you just. Yeah. Oh, um. <laughs> okay, well, never mind then. <laughs> Luke, can you just? Do the outro so we can get out of here. I can stop thinking about this. Yeah, yeah, sure. I'm gonna go um, watch a good movie now. Uh, okay. Santa Claus versus the Devil, and uh, 
you can hear what I, I'm gonna. I'm forcing Cass from Let's Steal to watch it. So uh, mm. go watch the. Go listen to the episode. It's probably out already. Yeah, I watched uh, Toy Story two after watching this because I also needed a palate cleanser. Uh, I'm gonna watch uh, like a ch- try to watch a happier movie after this. So I'm gonna watch Zodiac. Yeah, oh, okay. I was gonna say I'm gonna go watch Supernatural, which is bad, but not this bad. So <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna fart around on YouTube and go to bed. There you go. Anyway, this is this has been Teenagers of Attitude, the holiday edition. Uh, <laughs> the holidays are canceled. Anyone want to plug anything before we get out of here? Uh, I've already done it like four times, but let's steal a yeah. podcast. Me and uh, form friend has has Cas been on the show? Yes, I think she yeah. has. Okay, former so. guest Cas. Uh, we watch episodes of Leverage, and by the time you're listening to, I force her to watch my f- actual favorite movie, uh, Santa Claus, or known in English as Santa Claus versus the Devil. Uh, it's wonderful and great, and uh, I cannot wait to hear what she felt about it. So <laughs> go, go, watch, go, listen to us do that. Uh, oh, Basho and Tell also on the network. There's no sumo till January. We'll put something up. Me and normal editor of the show, Eric, do do that yeah. sumo podcast. Wonder if I can. Wonder if I can Shanghai him into editing at least one of these Christmas episodes. <laughs> yeah, he's a wonderful person, so probably. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Anyway, anyone else? Nope. Uh, uh, you can find me on Twitter at Mike Loves Rabbit, and on pretty much all the other episodes of this podcast. All right. Uh, you Great. can find me at Yuri Liban with an underscore on Twitter. I should probably stop saying my Tumblr. It's basically <laughs> the out. on the day we recorded this, they deleted all of. Yeah. Uh, Oh, this was the day. Yeah, yeah this was, was the day. Uh, some of my blogs that like I hadn't used them in a while, so I'm fine with it. But like that weren't pornographic got deleted. So yeah. Um, but yeah, it's anyway. Yeah, you can find me you're in librarian with an underscore on Twitter, uh, and you can find podcasts such as Total Reprise on the network and Transmission Radio, and also. Trailing behind on my own website, hyenacackle.com. All right, all right. Yeah. Oh, I didn't say Frankie Extra on Twitter. The EF Frankie is the EF Extra. Go follow me. I'm cute. I post games sometimes. Go, it, go Frank, get my Frank content, you losers. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, all right. All true. Yeah, you can follow me on Twitter at SSJ Speed Racer. You can find this show on audioentropy.com. Uh, you can re- subscribe to an I- on iTunes, or you can give it a review and a rating. Give it a high one, why don't you? Uh, there's a bunch of other great shows in Audio Entropy, like Totally Reprise, Let's Place, uh, uh, D-Comedy. Mm, I feel like I do another one that I'm free. Oh, MCU Complete Me, that's it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, there's a whole bunch of shows. Go listen to all of them. Every single one. Uh... Yeah, I think that about covers us. Why don't we uh why don't we get on out of here? For for clock stoppers with attitude, I've been Luke. I've been Zach. I've been Mike. I'm Ashley. And I'm Frankie, I guess. <laughs> and and may the clocks stop you always. Oh good. Great. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> good one, Luke. This movie sucks. <laughs>